Welcome everybody to the last day of your lives. <laughs> no! No. I mean, that'd be easier to say if you didn't see these like tiny little impish creatures. They're not entirely. These guys look absolutely adorable. They're not the most. They are kind of cute. Adorable. I will say that. Um, Wait, did we even run into these guys yet? Uh, so I don't think they've seen us. Uh, yeah, not necessarily. So, well, so they are. They were here, chilling, um, and threatening a good old pal of uh, of Mr. Darren's. At least she looked familiar. So, in seeing her, and I'm trying to find an appropriate pawn, she's just gonna be down for now. Um, so, when you approach this scene, you just hear a little snickering. And as you kind of like crest the hill, and you see what's going on over here, you see these six tiny, impish little figures um, all crowding around uh, this woman who's saying, Stay back, stay back! And she's throwing things at them. Uh, you see that her donkey is dead on the ground next to this big tree. She's sort of backed up against it. So there's not there much room behind her. <laughs> That's a beautiful wind elemental donkey. Um, so, uh, hey, do you want to name the donkey or can I? Oh, you should name it. You probably know it from home. Uh, um, it's Skittles. 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 The gray-haired donkey. Taste the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a donkey. Yep. Ironically, not very colorful at all. <laughs> um, so, uh, Skittles the donkey is dead. Uh, it feels sad now that we've named it to say that it's so, dead. So, <laughs> why do they call it Skittles if it's got no color? That's a question for Darren McAllister. <laughs> that sounds like a, that sounds like, that sounds like he had just Skittles hanging around me in the rear end area. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's about what's on the inside. It's yeah, about what's out of Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> it actually would be about right for the Skittles commercials. Like I'd expect that. But <laughs> they're, anyway. they're that weird. Anyway, saying on the uh, on, on the back of a horse. Or... I feel like the comedy is underplaying the danger. But so, anyways, so you approach milk. The... It's really colorful. <laughs> oh, I don't want to know that. Um, so, or gray is just really all the colors. We're moving past Skittles. Skittles okay, the dog okay. is dead. He's dead, all right? I don't know if this is part of your weird grieving process or what, but he's gone, okay? So, Skittles the dog, he's dead. Uh, and we see this woman that Darren recognizes in danger. Darren rears back on his ostrich, getting ready to charge, and roll for initiative. Woo! Here we go! Natural 17! Uh, that's a good seven. Start. Natural seven. Alright, alright, alright. Got a 19. Oh boy, that got some rolls so on 12. Alright. Oh my goodness. No, Guys, I, no, no I lied. I rolled a six. Alright, oh. Justin, what'd you get? 19. 19. Martin. As is my strength. Martin rolled a 12. Hey, you. Egret. Egret rolled a six. Six. Darren. Oh, she's not. Yeah. 15. Not nice. bad. Estefan. Eight. Eight. That is very good. Those are great initiative rules, and for this many enemies, it's good to be um, on the front side of that. I also have I have a, a question. Yes. Um, Martin, I believe, rolled a stealth check right before he walked over to these guys and is hiding in the bushes. Ah. Roll that stealth check. Did you already roll? I already rolled it, but I don't remember. I remember it was successful, but I don't remember what I rolled. Uh, it wasn't like a as you were or approaching. Yes, it was uh, like a fifteen well, or seventeen. Yeah, and I believe so. It's 
If you succeeded at that stealth check... I think we should just re-roll it. Sure. For this. Well, I think what it was is that as you approached, you were unseen, but Darren kind of just came right over the top of the hill. I see. So they saw him. So they they may not see you yet. Um, so if you're off to the side somewhere, I think that would make sense. Um, so let me see this. So I might have more to do with positioning than with how um, combat happens. Yeah. Okay, let me see this. Okay. Um, is named why um, why is this big uh, alright so here we go we're all set so roll for initiative first one up to bat Mr. Justin Atlas woo 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 so alright here we go time to play some crew Justin pets. kind of seeing this like he's he's kind of affected by like what has happened so far to the town, and he doesn't want to leave anybody behind. He doesn't want to see anybody hurt by anybody else anymore. Yep. So he's like, screw these little goblin things. He's just going to go up and just nail this first guy. Okay. Power attack, furious focus. It reminds like a happy Gilmore swing. Yep. That feels good. <laughs> yeah! Natural 20! <laughs> Natural 20. Nice. Roll to confirm. Roll to confirm. Roll to confirm. Natural 16, that's gonna be a 22. A confirmed uh, critical, nice. right out of the gate. Oh, wow. Woo! Wow. Awesome. All right, roll yeah, I have the critical hit deck. Can we use oh, the You got deck? it. I wanna use the crit deck. Oh, great. Show me what you got, son. Critical hit table. Uh, let's see, we have to roll the percentage dice. Okay. Uh, do I roll them? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah! This oh, is a, no. a blunt weapon because I'm using the hammer. Yeah, bludgeoning. Uh, 84. Let's see. 84. Damage? <laughs> Abdominal. I think he's dead. Pulp guts death. Just straight up death. <laughs> wow. Pulped guts? It's just no. literally death. Wow. Okay. Hey, wait. Wait. I, don't, I, don't, I think that's pulp. what it means. Do you want to read this? I mean, what does it say? It said it literally just says pulped guts. We're gonna investigate this crit yeah. deck after this game, but for <laughs> now, let's say sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> these guys wow. are not the strongest guys in the world. <laughs> so you walk up to the first one, Happy Gilmore style, poof, and like the body disappears. The head is left floating in the air for a second, and then it just lands and falls on top of its feet. As, as the entire inside of what used to be this little creature, it now paints this young woman against the tree. It's covered in blood from head to toe. And it's like a it's like a bluish blood. Oh my god. It's a bluish blood. It's like a bluish green blood. One down, five to go. It's like a blue raspberry Jolly Rancher flavored one. Oh my goodness. So then one of the other little guys 
looks over and sees this terrifying creature that just vaporized half of his friend. Can I, can I roll an intimidate check as the last part of my turn? Uh, I think an intimidate check as an it counts as like a standard action if you oh, try okay. to do it. Never mind. Um, but so I don't think at the end of your turn you could. No, but that's not intimidating at all. No. <laughs> no, no, no. But so this one guy looks at it, sees this happening. <laughs> it just comes running at you uh, and tries to jump on you and stab you. Um, it does a bad job. Rolls a 10. Yeah, that's not going to That's not going to do it. Um, so it doesn't do it, and it misses you. Um, you realize to uh, Justin, roll a perception check. All right. Or a, yeah. A uh, natural 19, Man. so let's see. Uh, I think this is the best I've ever rolled. So 22. <laughs> good tonight, man. So you notice two things. One, you look at this girl who you just painted red and painted blue. Painted blue. And uh, you realize that you don't recognize her. She doesn't seem like she's from Fanfare. Um, and the second thing you notice that as you destroy one of these things, now that you're up close and right in front of them, you realize that these are not goblins. And that is all you know. Darren, you're up. All right. All right. So, this guy's right up in your grill, right? Yeah. All right. Um, Darren is going to roll an intimidate check. Nice. And pretty much just, like, yell and be like, Marlo, I'm coming! And, like, like pretty much just start charging. Not mechanically charging, but yeah. charging at the guy right in front of him on an ostrich with a lance. So, yeah. Uh, the intimidate check was a. I rolled a natural 14. Okay. And my plus is. Let's see. Uh, plus 3. So. Okay. 17. 17 of intimidate. Alright, so let me see how that, how that does here. <laughs> <laughs> so, two of them. See, so probably the two closest to you see you coming over the hill. They just saw one of their friends vanish. <laughs> underneath, underneath the Warhammer. Uh, and they look up and see this giant, terrifying bird it's monster. the Warhammer of invisibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your inside's invisible. Uh, so, or, or immensely visible. Depending on how you think about it. Right? Invisibility hammer. Yeah. <laughs> so they see you coming over the hill, screaming at them. Like, ah! So then two of them just become terrified. Uh, yeah. Well, mechanically speaking... They become, uh, what's the word for it? Shaken? shaken? I think shaken, yeah. So when they see you coming over there, two of them are now shaken. Does that uh, only mean that they, like, uh, they can only uh, uh, grow right? standard action? They take like a, a minus two to all their skill checks and the attack damage. Okay, so, okay. Um, so they're just like a little bit hard, they're a little bit more skeptical about attacking and a little bit more terrified of dodging. Okay. Not thinking very clearly. Um, and it's the, so the two that you just terrified. Oh, yes, do that. Okay. Um, I rolled a seven, I have a plus two, and then I don't know if I get any bonus for shaking. Uh, it would take Plus a minus... A nine to hit. So it's a nine to hit, that is just gonna miss on these guys. Even with shaking? Yeah, even with shaking. Okay. Just barely, but that's a miss. Um, so now that little guy who's terrified of you, like, closes his eyes and tries to stab at you. Um, and I guess he could really only reach Lenny, so he closes his eyes and tries to stab at Lenny the ostrich, and rolls, oh boy, even with his minus two, that'll be a 15. Uh, Lenny's AC is... 
Hey, look at that. So that guy terrified, stabs and misses with closed eyes, and does not manage to hit you. Um, the other guy here is going to try and flank... No, you know, he's not smart enough to flank you, so he's just going to try and... Uh, he's just going to hang around the outside. He's actually not going to attack. He's just going to kind of move out here and keep an eye on you. Um, he's <laughs> like, I'll let you guys get him! Um, and he just kind of hangs out back there. Martin, you're up. Okay, uh, so... Which ones? I'm sorry. Which which ones are terrified? I'm sorry. I changed or, my mind. Uh, no, sorry, not chest piece. We're past it. Martin, what? So We're, these two guys are terrified. Okay, those two are terrified, and then there are shaken. Yes, and yeah. there are three more. Over one here, here, one here, one here. Okay. Uh, so the one uh, closest to me, mm -hmm. that far, the far one. I'm gonna roll just to shoot uh, yep. an arrow, and I believe <coughs> I'm also going to do. And these aren't. Can, they, they're not goblinoid. We established that they're not goblins. They're not goblins. So um, can I roll a perception check to see if they're goblinoid? Since goblinoid is my favorite enemy. Yep. Okay. So I, I rolled a, uh, a two. <laughs> Natural. Yeah. Which is actually like a six, but yeah. Um, you would probably still be able to uh, if they're goblinoid. Then you would still get your bonus, whether you knew that or not. Oh, okay. Um, because they kind of just fit the uh, the bill here, but um, I could still tell you they're not. I don't believe they're technically goblins. Um, yeah, okay. they are not goblins. Well, I have a plus two to hit, so I'm gonna roll anyway, and I guess I'll find out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm also going to do. Let's see. Um, I'm also going to do a point-blank shot. So I tried this once, and it didn't work. I'm going to try this again. No, you know what? I'm actually I'm going to try rapid shot. Okay. Um, so I get to make an extra, um, an ex extra attack with my bow. Okay. Um, but both of my attack rolls take a minus two penalty. Okay. Um, so let's roll. Here we go. Yeah. So that's a 12. Okay. Uh, to hit, um, would be minus, it would be 10, um, if it's not goblinoid. If it is, it would just stay 12. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I'll roll the second one? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, 19. Nice. Uh, both hit. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So sweet. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, so I have to roll two d8 of damage. Okay. Nice. Um, so let's do so five, seven. Five and seven on those two. So yeah, total. Okay. Seven total. Sorry. Okay. Second roll was two. Oh. Sorry. So seven damage seven on one, damage. two on the other. Right. Five. Plus Five. two. Okay. So I'm sorry, I was counting and then I added the Oh, so well, you hit both of them. Yeah, both of them. Both oh, of them both hit. the same guy? Yeah, So once guy. once the first one hit, you said it was five? Mm -hmm. Um, Just kind of... And it's down. Okay. Dead Whoa. at five. So you would then have the opportunity to retarget a different enemy and fire again. Okay, then I'll shoot... I'll if you shoot. have line of sight. I'll Which shoot one are you shooting at? I was shot this one first, yeah, and I'll be done. shooting that one second. Cool. The one by Marla? Yeah. All right. 
Yeah. Right, so then, yeah, shoot that one, two damage on that guy. Uh-huh. And it's kind of, and it just, like, nicks him on the shoulder, and, it like, his arm goes limp. Um, <laughs> and he just, like, starts to, like, he gets, like, a really sad, scrunchy face as soon as you do that. <laughs> um, and you look, you almost feel kind of bad for him, you know? Like, yeah. they just look, they're like Dobby from Harry Potter. Oh, like, no. It's just, like, you poor... <laughs> Dobby died, he got shot with an arrow, didn't he? Um, or or was what it was a dagger, a dagger uh, that came through the portal or whatever. I've never seen these movies. I don't know. So. <laughs> Couldn't help you there. Alright, and that's Dang. your turn. Estefan. <laughs> You're just looking back at this guy. To just like, take a five foot step. To I'm going to cast Ray of Sickening. <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh. So it's a ranged touch attack. Okay. Right. Natural oh. oh. Probably his. Yes. What a fight! Oh, three to confirm it. Just uh, not confirm. Confirm. Definitely so you have to make a DC 14. Uh, Wouldn't it just be max save? damage though? Um, well, it's not well, damage. There's no damage. It's yeah, it's a uh, it's just it would sicken him. Oh, yeah. It's a DC 14 fortitude save. Definite fail. Okay. Yeah. I would so you're say with a natural 20, <laughs> yeah. it's still fail. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, so you're sickened for I think it's just one round. Yeah. One round. So sickened is like vomiting, right? Like, yeah. He basically, he was sitting around there terrified, looks at this guy dressed in his long robes, who just kind of like, you know, casts out at him, and he's just, <laughs> oh. and it's like, oh, for two minutes he sickened. Oh, gross. Oh, he's so, the whole guy. Oh, yeah. 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 So he's immediately just like, does so anyone have charm person? Uh, we get or charm so monster? We can totally make oh, him. Oh, is minus team. two on all attack rolls, damage rolls, saving throw, skill checks, and ability checks. Okay, all right. So that, what's it's it? Basically, what is minus it? two to everything. Is it nauseated then, or are you, yeah, <laughs> I'm nauseated. I think he's that's what vomiting. So yeah. he's just like he suddenly just like really doesn't feel well, <laughs> and he starts like coughing, and like bubbles come out. Um, <laughs> can we pull a Pembroke and Razzmatazz and just make him be part of our team? So now that he is shaken and sickened, he has a minus four to pretty much everything. <laughs> so that guy is ter- and again, he gets like the really big sad eyes for a minute, and he just like, his lips are just constantly trembling and his nose is twitching. He's like, um, he's terrified, he's having a bad night. So, um, they just... For the, everything was going so well for them just yeah. seconds ago. Uh, Egret, you're up. All right, so Egret um, is. Um, can I? Can I? Egret's uh, gonna roll a sense motive. Do it. All right. On who? On the on the guys. Um, I only got an eight, so that would uh, an eight plus uh, three. I think I have on sense motive. No, seven. seven. So that would be fifteen. Fifteen. So what are you trying to determine? I want to figure Why? out what's Why? their motive. Like, yeah, what's their like? What? Yeah, exactly. What, yeah, exactly what it is. Like, I mean, are we killing innocent people <coughs> that should we should not be killing? Are we killing? Are we, are we killing? Like, you know, that's a good question to ask. Or or two of them are dead. I no, I can't <laughs> help it. I I, 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 know. Initiative, I my, my initiative was too low. That's fair. That's fair. So yeah, you look at these guys and like they they have. Um, you see one of them has, like, like if you look on their persons, like, the weapons they're holding and their clothing, it looks like it's stitched together from a lot of found things. And, you know, the fact that they're wandering around here armed in, like, you know, a, a basically, like, threatening a young woman against this tree, you'd figure and that... And a donkey's dead. And a dead donkey is, like, they're probably the type where, like, they, they're, they like, tiny little bandits. They they're, want to taste yeah. the rainbow. They're useless, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> Taste the last rainbow. Um, but they, uh, yeah, you know, they look for easy prey. Like you guys are obviously bigger fish than they intend to fry, but they didn't really get the choice in this one. Um, they thought they found a leprechaun. 
<laughs> no, no. Little blue leprechauns. So, uh, yep, so you're, you're up. Alright, um, so uh, if that's the case, then um, I'm going to um, cast um, Firebolts um, at uh, the closest one to me, which is the one over here in the corner. The second guy. The second one. That poor guy. Just <laughs> yeah. gonna put him out of his misery because okay. he looks like he's not gonna be feeling any better. He's pretty miserable. Yeah. I'm not dead yet. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. You need to go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just want to go for a walk. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, Rage touch attack. Right. Um, it's fire. No, it's a, it's a, it's a range attack. attack. Yeah. It's a range attack. So. 16. Um, I don't think I get, fat heads. I get a plus one. Um, I get a plus one, so yeah. it would technically be 17. I mean, his AC is currently like 8, so right, that's so. a hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right. so you get this poor guy! No, 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 17 doesn't hit. No, no, no. <laughs> He's uh, impossibly so small. <laughs> He's so sick and he accidentally dodged out of the way. <laughs> Diminuation. 1d6 plus 1. Six points of damage. Six points of damage. He's dead. <laughs> so this poor guy, he sees an ostrich, he sees his buddy get destroyed, <laughs> vanishes, he sees a huge ostrich, you know, come charging over at one of his other buddies, nearly clips him. He runs away, trying to get out of the fight, when some other scary guy makes him start, like, feeling sickened and burping up bubbles. <laughs> He's, like, doubled over for a second. So sad. And then for, so for a moment, he, like, looks back up again, and, like, one of the only people he hasn't seen yet, just a flaming bolt, like, straight through his gaping, sickened mouth, and just puts a hole through the back of his neck, and he Hashtag just Hashtag the bad case of the blues. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. What a bad oh. day. Yeah. Oh, the bad poor day. Guy. I almost feel bad for him. Uh, Alright, and it's the, uh, this little guy. Um, is he almost left? He's the guy who's no, pretty much left. left. One, two, three left. So he's going to take a little step this way, and he's going to shoot a dart um, at Darren. So he's going to roll poorly. A nine to hit Darren. That'll miss. That's a miss. <coughs> so he just pulls out this little like blow dart, and it just sails right over your shoulder. Um, no good. Justin, you're up. Alright, Justin's gonna try it again. <laughs> Don't go. Woo! Natural three. Okay. Six. Against this guy, did he have any minuses? Not that Does many minuses. Not that many. That's not gonna hit. Uh, well, he's doing a full round attack action, so minus four to hit with the shield? Um, I think it would be... I, I mean, I, I think unless you have two weapon fighting, oh, I if you attack with two weapons, it's like a minus six and a minus ten on two swings. So it's it's pretty bad. I mean, I'd give you a shield swing at like a minus six if All you right. try to do a sure. bash. Natural two. All right. Take a minus four. Hit yourself in the back of the head. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> so that might, you know, like he, he, <laughs> he sees you. Um, you know, you try and swing again, he saw what happened to the last guy, ducks out of the way, pops back up, and tries to jump and stab me in the thigh. Um, goes for it with, uh, 16. Uh, are we doing shield bash? If I do a shield bash, I don't get the, um, the bonus. 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 Yeah, so it's, it's I, a way for 16 me. is an exact hit. Alright, 16 is an exact hit. 
not too much to worry about. He does a total of one point of damage. I'm hurting guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, everyone, heal somebody. Yeah, <laughs> serious. <laughs> All right, Darren, you're up. Alright, so I'm trying to look right now at the rules for Trample because in oh. an effort to get to Marla, Darren wants to be like, Lenny, let's do this! And pretty much shove over the goblin with Lenny and stab at him. Like, like pretty much stab at him and then like, let Lenny go attack him. Okay. So I'm seeing if you have to roll for Trample or if I do. Because um, it just says that, like, I can just do it. Okay. As a full round action, a creature with the trample ability can attempt to overrun any creature that's at least one size category smaller than itself. Yep. Exactly. So that's good. So, um, it says this works just like an overrun combat maneuver, but when trampling creature does not need to make a check, it merely has to move over the opponents in its path. Okay. So, yeah. And then, let's see. So is there a reflex save? It just says target of a trample takes an, an amount of damage equal to the trampling creature's slam plus one minus one half times its strength modifier. Um, it's got to have a uh, it's got to have like a reflex save or something like that, or an uh, attack roll or something save. like that. Oh, it says targets of a trample can make an attack of opportunity, but it's a minus four penalty because it's like as if they were prone. Okay. Oh, because uh, they're... Oh, and it does also say uh, they can attempt to avoid the trampling creature and receive a reflex save to take half damage. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. So what's the, yeah. what's the reflex save? Uh, so the DC against a creature's trample attack is 10 plus half the creature's hit dice. Okay. So 10 plus half of your hit dice... Would be yeah. a, so it'd be a DC eleven to have the damage. Yeah. So Lenny's hit dice is a ten, is what I have. No, uh, it's how many hit dice you have. But he would have two hit die at this point, so half of your hit your total amount of hit dice okay. would be one. So it'd be a DC eleven to have the damage. Um, if he okay. was just trying to avoid it. Okay. So let's just attack to see if Darren hits with the lance. Okay. I rolled a three. Okay, no. We all started off great. <laughs> well, I, I think the overrun would be your full round attack action. Okay, and then Lenny would get... Well, so what happens is Lenny pecks is when he tramples. Okay. But he rolled a four, so that's probably not going to happen either. Okay. He does He does get a plus four because his <coughs> is considered prone. Yeah. So it uh, an eight to hit. Uh, let me see if he has a plus two. Hold on. To the pack? Yeah, uh, let's see. Attack bonus. This jam's picking up right now, right? It's packing excited. <laughs> what the pack? Yeah. What the pack? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, I do have a plus two, so it'll be uh, ten. Still a miss! He'll say, actually, wait, that guy's scared. That's a hit. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. shaking. Now okay, one guy was shaking. But he had to like, do something to prove himself in this round, so that's why I was trying to like, go yeah. out here. So Lenny goes for the peck. Alright, so I got a 1d6. Let me roll that. Ooh, so I roll 
Attack, attack bonus doesn't go into damage. Attack bonus well, doesn't roll. Plus two, 1d6 plus 4. Okay, so that doesn't go in. Like, so it's just 1d6 plus 4. So yeah, it goes into right, your so it's, uh, it's roll. Not, it's so nine, it nine points of damage. Nine. And then with a uh, reflex throw to half it. Uh, oh, so that's if he's doing the overrun thing? Yeah. Right. The uh, well, either way, he goes for the peck, puts one of his <laughs> eyes out, and he just passes out, and he's dead. <laughs> yeah! Hey. So he ain't, he ain't got no reflexes anymore. <laughs> um, so there it is. So, Martin is up. Um, is there only one guy? Oh, there's two left. There's okay. one there, one there. Yeah, oh, I see. Them right I see. about here. Alright, so he's going to do the same thing as before. He's going to roll to do a uh, double... Or a rapid shot. Mm -hmm. um, and he rolls uh, an 11. And I'm assuming that's a uh, plus 2 for favorite enemy. Uh, yep. Um, plus 3. So uh, 16. That's a hit. 16 to hit the first. And 18. Uh, yeah, 18 to hit. We'll roll the damage on the first one. Okay. Uh, damage is a d8. Yep. So seven. <coughs> seven damage. Yeah. Which one were you Air, shooting at? Right through the heart. Totally yeah. dead. This one? Uh, no. Yeah. It, I, at this point, it doesn't. So then. But yes. So no. then, as soon as that guy gets shot, too, like, again, this would be sort of like an immediate action at this point. Uh -huh. um, but as soon as that guy drops, this guy sees them all drop, and he just, like, throws his hood over the top of his head and just covers on the ground. It just starts like shaking on the ground, and he's terrified. It's terrible. So you can you can take your next shot, or you can do something else. Okay. Um, then I think <coughs> if he's if he's done fighting, then I think uh, I'll try and intimidate him. Do can, I, can I do an intimidate roll? He's yeah. right in front of me too. Okay. So, so I will roll. <coughs> Uh, that's a natural 19 plus 5. Ooh. So 24 to intimidate. Terrified. You um, see, like, you just see the ground beneath him start to get wet. <laughs> and, and, and a few skittles pop out. Water. Yeah. Yeah. What's He's creating water beneath him. I think... That two gallons. I think I, I, think I, I, walk, over, I, I walk over to Is him. Is that a feed or...? On a Monday. <laughs> yes? Uh, I walk over to him and I kind of, like, I still kind of have my bow half, half drawn. I just poke him with the end, end of my arrow. Um, and I say, um, get up. Um, and, uh, if he gets up, then I, I think I would say to him, um, what happened here? Uh, we need to know now. Um, so he just kind of like, he's still like, like for a while, he just remains under his little cloak, but eventually like peeks out and sees you for a second. And he like, he just kind of like has like this little sack, um, that he's kind of hiding with him. And he just like throws it out, and then as soon as you toss it, like it just kind of like breaks open, and you see there's a bunch of just like odds and ends and things that they have collected mm -hmm. that just kind of like splatter out onto the ground and stuff like that. And then he's just he just kind of looks back up and says, like, "Don't hurt us." They're <laughs> <laughs> just crying, just cowering underneath his hood. I think I'd ask if there are more of them <laughs> because he's the only one there. Yeah. He's, so, so uh, are there more of you? No, 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 we're fine. Not anymore. No, there's none. <laughs> what? What's your name? Um, Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and Negro goes, aww. <laughs> <laughs> it's adorable. It's sweet. Um, where'd you come from? The woods, we live here. Do you know anything about what happened in Fandar? No. About the goblins? No, we, we live in the woods. <laughs> Let's go. We have more, more shiny things. You can have them. <laughs> Just let us go. Give me all your shiny things and I'll let you leave. You have all the shiny things. <laughs> So he, he kind of like, he just points over at the bag and pushes you away. And he says, right, wait, there's more, there's more. If you let us go, don't hurt us anymore. Because he's like still looking at like the murdered bodies of all of his friends and maybe family. Um, yeah, he said. Can you go up and ask some questions as well? Yeah. All right, so Igor's going to basically go, uh, go up to him and ask, why were you attacking this young woman? Just fur and things! That's it! We just. It's fun! It's fun! That's That's Oh my gosh! It's boring out here! We <laughs> <laughs> have no Wi Fi! <laughs> yep. We don't have YouTube! <laughs> um, so I think. Um, I think Martin. He kind of realizes, like, he kind of has, has pity on the on the thing. Mm. And he's like, he's the only one left. These are all of his friends. There might be more of them, but um, he doesn't know what kind of role he might play in all of this. Um, and what else he might, he might have that might offer not only himself and the immediate party, but also all of the survivors from Fandar. Mm. And so this kind of running through his mind... Um, he, he kind of softens up a little bit and says, all right, we'll let you go. Uh, give us what you got. Uh, give us everything that you've stolen, um, and we'll set you free. I'm going to send some motive on it. Yep. It's a 22. Whoa! That'll do it! Um, yeah, he's genuinely terrified. Um, he's scared, and as soon as you say, give you us all everything your stuff. Everything you said was legit. Uh... Yes, yeah, you, you get the feeling too where, where, so as soon as you say like give us everything you have, you know, like he, he like, he pushes the treasure away, he starts emptying out his pockets and like takes off all of his clothing as like, and it's just like this tiny like, it's like a little raisin, you know, with like a little head on it, he's just this little naked guy <laughs> standing there, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> just scared, um, but then like, you know, it's been looking at him and things like that, he kind of still looks like he's scheming a little bit, you know, like. Like, he, like, that's everything he has on him, but you get the sense that he's still maybe hiding something. Tell him to bend over. <laughs> no, 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 no. Where are the skills? Um, do a tiny little cavity check. Yeah, there you go. God. Just, uh, Barry Mason. Yeah. Cavity search. <laughs> Sniff him. Yeah. Um, and so as soon as he throws that stuff to you, if one of you starts looking through the bag, um, they have a lot of stuff. So, uh... You know, they kind of, like, all, everything that they find out there and everything that they rob and loot and, like, steal from neighboring people, like, it's all, they kind of, like, have this big sack of things of, like, their collected goods that they carry around with them. Um, so you find quite a few things. 
Um, you find a bag that contains 50 feet of spider silk rope. Oh, wow. um, a bag yeah. of caltrops, which are like the little pointy things you can throw on the ground mm. and like step yeah. on people's feet, um, as featured in uh, one of the disorganized play episodes. Yes. I think the very first one. Um, there's a healer's kit, cool. help you with the heal check, clothing dyes, uh, three bolts of cotton cloth, eight sewing needles, a pair of scissors, four spools of thread, a shaving kit, two potions of pass without trace. A medium plus one dagger, oh. and one boot from a pair of <laughs> boots of striding and springing. Uh, one boot. <laughs> and one boot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Wait, so he's not wearing anything? Uh, he's or, totally naked. He's totally he's naked. through everything. And his, his clothing is just like... Can you send it's that? Um, we'll yeah. Stuff. We'll tell him you can put his clothes back. Yeah, I think. Thank you! Throws it back on. He was kind of like starting to shiver a little bit. Uh, just standing there at the little cubes. Um, yep. Hey, Danny. Yep. So Darren, like, kind of rides up to, to this creature and kind of like helps him up with his lance. Yep. Like, under, under his arm. And he's just like, strange creature, what is this other treasures you speak of? He's like, oh, it's, it's, it's in the woods! It's a big uh, a cabin. We we hide there and keep our things there <laughs> sometimes. And, and can you be like, what things do you speak of? Um, all, all sorts of things. Um, um, gold. Um, uh, swords. Um, uh, swords. <laughs> Aside and basically ask him, you know, who are your friends? You know, like she's she's more curious about who they actually are, and like why they were together. Yeah. Um. He's just like we just live here. We do. We're just we're just trying to survive. I should show you what these guys look like. like this is what you're looking at. Oh. All right. Never mind. No more pity. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. You can see it, Cody. He'll send it to you. Okay. Can you send that picture? Yep. The um, so <laughs> more pity. So can I do? Can I just? Can I um do like a knowledge check to figure out whether or not like the, they were family or if they were just a bunch of like random, you know, I mean just a random bunch of random bandits. Yeah. Were, yeah, you can put that together. All right. So let me uh, roll for that. Um, that would be, uh, what would I roll that under, technically? Just under knowledge, in general, like... Or perception. Would it, be, would it be perception, technically? Uh, yeah, you could do that, maybe sense motive. Right. Um, um, well, sense motive, I have an 18. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so sense motive. So you look at it, um, they, uh, these guys kind of travel in little packs, but half the time, they probably don't even know if they're related. They all kind of like, it's the kind of thing like once they're born, they're like immediately abandoned. So like, uh -huh. they just kind of have to make their way on their own. And then they okay. just kind of eventually come back together. They're like little, they're honestly closer to like vermin compared to like a goblin or a hu humanoid creature. Okay. Um, they're basically like um, intelligent little grubs. Uh, we should but actually probably so pay attention to what's her name. 
You could also do. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. but yeah, I There's also yeah. I want to soak soak up what we can out of this guy before. We're yeah, ready. and yeah. those things I'd imagine are happening simultaneously as well. She's not going anywhere. Um, the danger is kind of gone for now. Um, yeah, but you. Uh, yeah, someone else could probably, if you wanted to, you can roll a knowledge dungeoneering or knowledge nature. maybe nature to see what these guys are. Uh, Twenty one for nature. Okay. Or knowledge arcana. Well, actually, you know what? 21 on nature is fine. So, um, these are actually, uh, they're descended from fey creatures. So, these are actually, oh. like, these are, like, weird little, like, bottom feeder, like, creatures that have sort of descended from these previously mm -hmm. magical creatures. Um, even goblins kind of make fun of them for looking so <coughs> weird and tiny and gross. Uh, so they're like lowest of the low on these things, but they're they're cowardly and they but they're like kind of vengeful and they're crafty and things like that. But uh, they're not brave and they have no sense of honor or anything like that. No charisma. <laughs> no charisma at all. What alignment would they be? Uh, they're probably somewhere along like a maybe a neutral evil. Yeah. Or maybe like chaotic neutral. Yeah, maybe like a chaotic neutral is maybe better. Yeah. Better classification for you. Yeah. So um, I wanna I wanna try like I wanna find out if this guy has any plans. Like, do you have anyone to go back to? Do you like what are you you know, kind of more he's starting to think about, oh man, like we we just killed all of his friends, maybe <laughs> all of his family. And he's completely alone in the world now. Yeah. So Martin's just, he's like, he, like that pity kind of extends into compassion just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so he, he asks him, um, what will you do now? I don't know. We don't know. Just, just run and try to, to live. I'm so scared. So, uh, Egret's almost only in the exact same position that Martin is at yeah. this point. So, like, they're both kind of looking at each other like, you know, like, like she's like looking at him, she's like, you know, what should we do? Should we, like, should we see if he even has the, like, the desire to stick with somebody that's going to at least protect, protect him? Yeah, like, we could offer him protection, you know, and we could we could try and get him to come with us and just say, hey... We just killed all of your friends, and because of our pity and maybe a little bit of compassion, you can come with us and we'll protect you if you kind of scout, if you like, if you decide to, to scout ahead and maybe even uh, do some looting and stealing for us. Ah, which is part of your nature. Hey, we killed all your friends and family. You want to hang out? <laughs> <laughs> sure! <laughs> <laughs> so, you're like our own Razzmatazz. Yeah, you're recruiting a Razzmatazz. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, so he, uh, he kind of, like, mulls it over, thinks about it a little bit, roll a diplomacy check. All the hostages. <gasps> I got a 19. 22. 22. Okay. 22. So I imagine kind of Martin and Egret are sort of, you know, the ones talking to him at this point, and like, why don't you, why don't you come with us, buddy? So he kind of, like, looks up, and... Just she kneels like, down, like, you know, to where they're, like, at eye level. She yeah. kind of looks at him, she's like, yeah. We don't take kindly to your friend's behavior, mm -hmm. but if you hold your own, and if you, you know, if you 
cooperate and act and, you know, and, and we, we'll treat each other equally. Mm -hmm. She'll bas she basically tells him like, you know, we'll we will keep an eye on you. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, she's just trying to like, you know, kind of yeah. coax him into it and yeah. just kind of make him make him feel like you know. We didn't really want to kill your friend. We didn't really want to kill the, your, your your party. But yeah, we're just trying to your, save this your girl. actions are obviously like yeah no, you're, 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 okay. you're, yeah your actions are actually are obviously not okay. So, yeah, so. trying to uh, like give him a sense of like what happened just now was justified. Yeah, but we'll protect you. Yeah, okay. It's better than leaving you. I probably should yeah. walk away just to make sure he's not terrified of me <laughs> slaughtering Your hair is still <laughs> dripping in blue screen blood. Screen should also roll a sense motive just so he can see if we're going to use him as bait or not. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. I don't think he has much choice either way. Hashtag Razzmatazz. But he does a pretty poor job of that too. So he just kind of like looks up at you guys and kind of like he kind of looks at all of you guys, and then like looks looks off into the woods, you know, and like he knows what's out there. Like you think, you know, there's six of them traveling together for a reason. Like yeah. any one mm -hmm. of them is probably in bad shape, and he was right. just scared and naked with nothing, with nowhere to go. So he kind of like you know looks at all of you guys, and then off in the woods, and he kind of doesn't love the idea, you know, but he likes, but like this is still a better right. offer than. He like, basically says like. You don't have to stay with us forever. <coughs> until you can either find more of your kind that you know you'll be able to stay with. Mm -hmm. You know, you at least will have somebody to you know to protect you essentially. Yeah. So, so he, he kind of like looks up and sort of like nods, you know, and then he like he like scrambles down and picks up the bag again. He's like, I keep this, and like oh, his, his little treasure sack. Don't um, say yes, but as long as you take us to the cabin. As long uh, Yeah, alright. Yeah. I think you would we walk up like, and say that. Well, let's I'd say... Like the, is, and wait, does the bag still have everything in it? Uh, yeah. Okay, the bag still has everything yep. in it. Yep. Um, he just likes it, though. Egret <laughs> will basically say, if you take us to... If you take us to the cabin, we will give you half of what's in here. Because we have a lot of people, and you're going to be traveling with us, so we have to share. We have, we have to share what we have. Yeah. This is what we do. And I, I walk up to him, um, just in case he's getting any ideas, and I'm like, if you double-cross us, this is coming for you. Ah! <laughs> 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 well, I have to see what my plus to intimidate is. <laughs> well, just roll a D20. I don't want him to run away. Yeah, goodness. We were so we're so close here. Right? Uh, it's, oh wait, I'm looking at the wrong character. Uh, Eighteen. <laughs> so he just kind of sees it as eyes like bugging out of his head. Okay. <laughs> uh, and he kind of like so he says you know gives it half bit and everything like that. So uh, he's just like okay. So he just starts digging around in it and he throws out like most stuff and he keeps um, so he keeps in his bag the spider rope. Um, the clothing dyes, the cotton, the sewing needles, the scissors, and the thread, and the shaving kit. Um, <laughs> he's got scissors and head cream! He throws everything else, and then he hangs on to the boot as well, and just keeps that in his back. <laughs> and then kind of keeps rats and shoulders it over. And then he kind of looks over at Justin, scared, and he kind of like scurries over behind Martin and Egret, you know? <laughs> and he's like, I'll take you to Callum. Uh, I think... Darren and Justin should go and talk to 
that girl. Definitely. I won't approach first, but I just kind of... There, you sound excited. So we leave for the cabin. Uh, Marla stays by the tree. I'm going to check the other bodies first. And we're gone. And so now we're at the cabin, and Marla's dead. Hold on. Yeah, so, yeah, you check the bodies, these little guys. They're all kind of like... They had their little daggers on them. They're really unimpressive, and their little rag clothing. All their goodies were kind of tucked into that little treasure sack. Okay. So none of them really have anything else on them. Oh, they all had treasure sacks. Nope, just little blueberries. Um, and the uh, <laughs> so <laughs> bottle caps. Hey, got it. Um, I can use that to murder <laughs> you. Um, so anyways, uh, so they uh, yeah, they don't really have anything on their person. It was all sort of in the bag, and then uh, that's. It there. So yeah, so that's it. And then you guys, Darren, you said you want to approach Marla? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. So she's standing kind of like still back up against the tree, like covered in, in like, I, what's the movie? Is it Men in Black? Like, yeah, so like, so you can um, stare at Danny since this is role playing type. Yeah. So it's like the... Yeah, like so Danny can look at him too. Yeah. Oh, that's fine, that's right, fine. Right. So it's like the end of Men in Black where they like blow out of the cockroach guy and they're like covered in the goop. So she's like dripping with like this like bluish green like goop, you know, and it's just like breathing heavily and still kind of shocked and like leaning against the back of the tree as she's she sees you riding up, and she's like not even. It's almost like she's like, like she's just so stunned. One that you're here at all, and two, which she just witnessed, um, and you <laughs> ride up. What do you do? So Darren kind of is like, like Martha, is that you? Yeah, it's it's me. What? Are, Dicker, what are you doing out of here? I'm, uh, I'm the valiant leader of this group. Oh. <laughs> Justin walks up and he's like, this one. <laughs> and Marla kind of like looks at you and looks at everyone else, you know, and, and sees everyone else like responding to you saying that. And she's like, who's going to be his way? Well, now? it serves you right. <laughs> You're always the best leader at home. Imagine you must be out, out here as well. Do you, do you gentlemen even know who this man is? You're riding with Darren McAllister. Of course he's a leader out here. Darren, thank you. You have saved my life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, then, and then Darren is just like, Marla, you left. I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah, well, I, I, I come and go from time to time, but I, I came back to see you and you're Parents said you you made off with you with the with good old Lenny. It's good to see you again. She kind of like reaches out and like pets his head for a second, um, and she's like, "They they said you uh you you went off. So I figured the only place within 200 miles is Fandar. So I figured I should start there. But uh, I'm on my way to you. I saw flames. It looked like the city was gone. So I and then, yeah. So Darren will kind of explain. Just kind of give a quick, like, uh, you know, highlight reel of everything that we just went through. Yeah. And, you know, and explain kind of his valiant efforts. Yeah. Uh, through it, too. Like, kind of telling it from his perspective only. Yeah. And, like, kind of being a little bit... <laughs> Embellishing. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, kind of, like, retelling the war stories. Like, yeah. kind of, yeah, embellishing. And as you're doing all this, too, like, Marla's eyes are, like, wide, you know? And, like... It's not so much as in like impressed, but it's just like caught up in the adventure and like the danger and like wow, like 
was listening to a really good story. Um, and she's doing that, and she keeps jumping in here and there, and it's like, you do what? Right through the throat? How? Three times? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, and she like, you know, she's listening to the whole thing, and, and she's like, <coughs> I, 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 I knew you had it in you. I always knew. Oh, I'm, this, maybe this is weird, but I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, Darren. You're doing good, boy. And, you know, kind of just like punches you on the shoulder and stuff like that. And, and kind of, you know, she's just kind of like razzed up hearing all this stuff. And, and as you're talking about this too, she's like, she's like, you hear that? Then you know better than anyone. Darren McAllister, this boy knows how to, how to kick some hobgoblin butt. Am I right, gentlemen? And ladies, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> huh? this guy gets. And it. Um, Justin walks up and he's like, um, uh, "Hey, hey, Darren, uh, uh, who is this?" Yeah, hey, Darren, who is this? <laughs> kind of looks over at you. And he goes, "This is Marla, a great, great friend I had growing up." And he's like, um, "Me and her would, would." Uh, pretty much like do everything together we would adventure and he'd like kind of like start telling you stories of like kind of made up like fantasies but as if they were real no like (laughs) it'd be like yeah like we once took down a whole troop of 40 goblins when they were like farm animals and stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) yep just chickens in a coop (laughs) (laughs) um and justin will be like great friend (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Great <Yeah>. friend. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. So Marla's like, so, so if Fandar's gone, then where are you headed now? Um. Well, is uh, We're trying to find some. No big deal. We're trying. We're trying to find someplace safe. Um, as he kind of like shows her all the people that we have with us. Um. Probably introduces Elise to her, um, but like we're, we're trying to find someplace safe for all of us to stay. Yeah. Um, probably introduces Auburn. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we were headed towards the McAllister farm, mm-hmm. um, but we just heard from this here little raisin that uh, there's a cabin somewhere in the woods that we could probably find some provisions. Mm-hmm. And. Uh... Yeah, so Marla speaks up to and she's like, "Oh, I, I want to go back to the farm. I, I saw the flames. That 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 army's moving. I, it looked like no. you. So you're. I don't even think your parents are there anymore. I think, uh, I think everyone's gone. You know, we saw the fire. It's only a matter of time before it makes it over over by us. I think I'm probably the only one who who got a head start on everything." Oh my gosh, that's intense. Yeah. She says, like, I, I wouldn't go home, and I would just hope that the rest of your folks and everyone there left when they still could. Oh my gosh. So Darren is kind of, like, jarred by that, but he also, like, just had this, like, Simba and Nala when they, like, <laughs> meet each other when they're teens. Yeah. yeah. He, like, just had this moment with her, even when you were talking about them, like, you know, being a little combative and just like yeah. wrestling around a little. Yeah. Um, just came. Yeah. Totally. Nice. <laughs> but that, that news is very shocking to him and he's just like, Marla, like, do you know if they're safe? And like, you know, he's, he's kind of like asking questions and 
looking around, but also kind of like, you know, they just went through this whole introduction and stuff, and he's like, this is our group, like, this is where we are, like, we're so glad you're safe, I'm so sorry about Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's alright, he was, he was always an ass. He tasted the rainbow too many times. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is last rainbow. More Skittles. Yep. Um, yeah. He, always, he was always like he had this colorful mood on him whenever it rained. Yeah, and she kind of like she kind of like leans in to whisper to you too. She's like, "You maybe killed this guy." 20 times before today, I never thought he'd actually die. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, but, well, I guess uh, if the plan is to get to safety, then let's find safety. Yeah, cool. So as you kind of like, you know, Johnny, you mentioned Auburn showing up and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of ran on ahead. People were foraging. People were looking for goats. Remember, people were trying yeah, to like, recapture yeah. lost animals and things like that. Um, so you guys, like, as you kind of regroup and come back together, you know, Auburn's at the middle. She's like, all right, everyone, welcome. It's like, looks like we have someone new in our ranks. Uh, we're always happy to find another survivor. Um, it's a shame that the the, uh, the war going on from Fandar is spreading. So hopefully it's, uh, it's contained for the time being, and hopefully we pick up more survivors. But for now, we need, uh, we need to find shelter. Um, so let's get a quick head count. And she goes around and kind of counts everybody. Um, make sure everyone's regrouped correctly. And as she's doing the count, she realizes that there's two short. Um, oh gosh. There's two people missing. So, uh, Who? kind of does the count. There's kind of a murmur for a second. She's like, when's the last time we saw them? We're, uh, Octor and Kruger, where are they at? The half-orc brothers, where did they go? Um, and people are looking around, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. and all of a sudden you kind of hear like a, Help! Help! coming off from the woods so then immediately you know like you you just kind of hear this happening from off in the distance you can't really see anything do you guys do anything um yeah i mean uh, i would we just go to the cabin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's go find another boot yeah so what do you want to do um justin uh, Kanye kind of reaches for the sword at her side and kind of gets ready to start moving up. She's like, all right, who's coming? Uh, can we tell where the sound's coming from? Uh, yeah, perception check. 22. 22, yeah, you, you kind of see the direction where it's coming from. And if you kind of like train your eyes through the forest, you can actually see two humanoid figures coming back through. And it looks like one of them is leaning up against the other. So it looks like one's being carried back, and they're maybe okay. you know a hundred yards okay. off, in you know kind of in between trees. Okay. Um, yeah. Then let's um, let's go over, like run over and help them. Yep. So yeah, Egret, Kining, I'm sure others of you, kind of rush out there and you kind of grab him and like, Octar is like he it looks like it looks like Gord on the side of him. Like there's just like blood on half of his body. There's like a chunk of flesh, like a flesh wound hanging off the side of his abdomen. Um, and he's just like, ah, and just like, you know, stammering his way back. His brother's trying to hold it and patch it. There's like blood-stained cloths just kind of being pressed against it while he's coming back. Um, so eventually they get him back into the center. They lay him down and everything. Rhina comes over and she's like, everyone's done, Bach. Let me give, give me a moment. She kind of comes up, lay on hands. Um, well, not technically lay on hands, but does like a cure light wounds. Um... Great, eight points of healing, so he just kind of like, we see the wound kind of close itself a little bit. 
the bleeding stops and he's just kind of, uh, 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 and he kind of like grunting through like his fangs coming out of the bottom of his jaw. And you know, and you lay him down, he kind of like slowly kind of like stops breathing and everything like that. And Justin comes up, he's like, oh, Kruger, what, what happened? So Kruger kind of looks back over, he's like, some kind of damn pig came out of nowhere. We've seen boars we were trying to hunt to get some meat, but uh, I've never seen a pig. It's so, it was, I don't know how else to say, it was clever. It got the drop on us, came out of nowhere. By the time I knew that an octar had been hit, I looked and it was, it was gone. It snuck right up on us. And I think I hit it with an arrow when it was running away, but it just it was a hit and run. Never seen anything like it. Uh, Martin walks up and asks if, uh, did you check for a blood trail coming off of the pig? Uh, he kind of looks down at Octar. He's like, Octar, you look for blood? He's like, nah, nah. We didn't think of it. And these are, and knowing too, you did talk with them before, these are half orc warriors. They're not like right, trained not woodsmen. Yeah. These are fighters. Let's, um, uh, I want to roll a knowledge nature. Um, looking at the wound and then also kind of hearing about the cleverness of the pig. Yep. Um, and I ruled not well. <laughs> Me neither. Rolled a hmm. nine. Um, I'll give it a shot. Sure. Um, was knowledge nature? Yep. Alright, I rolled a uh, 15. 15 knowledge nature. Um, you've heard. Um, that pigs can be very smart creatures. Like most domestic pigs, you know, like if they're trained, they can learn a couple simple tricks and stuff like that. So you might think, you know, they probably have the capacity to be a little bit smarter. Right. Um, and you know, you look at the wound and it looks like the guy says, you know, just the tusk caught him and kind of ripped off a chunk of his flesh. And you figure, yeah, maybe there's just a smart pig. Um, so, so, so I rolled. I don't have nature, but I have local. I figured because I was on a farm and I need pigs. Yeah. So, and I rolled a twenty. Oh, nice. So with a twenty, um, I you with minus one. If that matters. With a minus <laughs> one, that's fair. Um, yeah. So you would remember kind of like as you've been talking to people, maybe like when you were spending a day in Fandar at the market festival kind of before uh, the attack happened, maybe you're just chatting with people, maybe you overheard someone saying like, yeah, I remember there's this there's this really clever pig um, out there in the woods. We it, it never hit any of our traps. We could never catch it. I swear, it's the same pig. See it every time, and we could never get a hold of that thing. So it's like, you kind of remember for a second that it sounded like like a local legend of Fandar, you know, it was this like infamous crafty pig, you know, that was just really good at dodging traps and being clever and witty um you know and it, you've heard people have been injured by it things like that but mm. yeah the uh fear of the smart pig yeah <laughs> the local name for this pig with your natural 22 is gashmaw gashmaw <laughs> yep say nice. so that like must have been gashmaw yeah yeah it's like a bigfoot legend that like yep. people have actually it's a local legend it's gashmaw yep I feel like Lenny would look at Marlo with like these bright eyes, like <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Like <laughs> the ostrich, <laughs> the ostrich looks at Marlo. Oh, like Lenny and Darren. Oh. Like, yeah, okay. Marla. just the ostrich because yeah. this one's like, mine. Yeah, this will right. be fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of his feeling right now, but 
Isn't pigs a favorite enemy for Darren? For, whoa, I messed up the whole sentence. <laughs> isn't pigs a favorite enemy for Darren? That'd be nice. I don't think I'd get that at my feet, so it Probably not. Matter, but, but that's most probably, of your training, right? It yeah. probably would be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So. Cool. Yep, so that's all you notice. So um, everyone, so Auburn kind of takes a moment um, and is like, uh, uh, just kind of says, like, all right, well, this is a reminder to all of us that the Fangwood is a dangerous place. We all must be careful. Traveling twos or threes, no one goes out alone and kind of like lays down ground rules for everything. Um, and she's like, we, and again, she looks, she's like, we, until we find a safe place to call home, this is going to keep happening. We have to find <coughs> a place. We, we need to find a place that's safe. Uh, yeah, we do. Cabin? Um, yeah, I yep. think we should still cabin. head, make our way to the cabin. There might be provisions there. There might be a place to stay. We should also um, maybe have the party stay back a little ways from us because, um, as like good as it sounds, we don't know what we might have to clear out of the cabin in order right. to to make it safe. So right. I think if we do head to the cabin, maybe we try and get the whole party to make some progress that direction. Mm-hmm. So I think Mark Martin steps up um, just to role play this out a little bit. Martin yeah. steps up and he says, "All right, uh, so we know that there's some uh, there's some danger out here in the woods." Um, I say that we head uh, toward this cabin that, um, what's this guy's name? The little blue thing? Squeet. Squeet. Uh, <laughs> He's still with us? Squeet. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet Squeet. He's been hanging like kind of on the outside of the ring. Like people, like as soon as he came up, people were like, what the F is that? <laughs> um, and he's just been kind of like hiding it like close to trees and like, or like right behind Martin's leg or something like that. It's yeah. just kind of hanging up. Um, but he knows he's not... He's, he doesn't stand a chance against you. <laughs> Martin has like a little piece of bread. I don't know, something out of his bag. He pulls out and just kind of hands it to the to the squeak to eat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just grabs it like a little treat. Yep. Um, and uh, so so he just he kind of gestures to to squeak and says, uh, "We we've heard and and uh, we've heard rumor or stories of a a cabin that we might be able to find some re- refuge at. So if we head out now." Um, uh, we can start making our way in that direction uh, with our our little guide here, uh, this little buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but I suggest that the the fighters go um, or the the warriors, those of us with experience in combat, uh, should head uh, maybe a little bit ahead of the group, um, just so that we don't. Uh, if we run into any danger, we can clear the way for you along the way. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So you guys. Um, yeah, you, you explain that, mention all that, and uh, Squeak just kind of steps up. Let's go! And just kind of starts like shotting <laughs> off and stuff like that. And around this time too, it's like it's like getting close to sunset, so it's not dark out. You still have light in the sky. <coughs> but you realize, you know, in another you know couple hours, it'll probably be dark, and at that point, it's gonna be a lot harder to travel. Yeah. So Eager basically asks, um, "That's the little guy. Yep. What is it, Squeak? 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 Um, basically, Squeak? How? How?" Far is this? Like, how much longer? How much further do we have to go? Uh, not far. This <laughs> way. And just kind of starts trotting off. You know, I think Martin. Uh, how big is this guy? Kind of waddles. Well, he's gonna. He's uh, about two and a half feet tall. Two and a half. Little guy. Yeah. So I think Martin, like, he's. I don't know. Maybe he's he's starting to feel a little bit of like, like a, the kind of affection that you'd have toward like a, 
like a hamster, a gerbil, or something like that. Yeah. And so um, I think he picks Squeed up and like sticks him on, like puts him on his shoulder and says, "Lead the way, buddy." Yeah. So he kind of sits up there and kind of for a moment, this is like the first time he's ever felt tall. <laughs> and he just kind of points a finger that way and like slaps him in the back of the head. <laughs> like this way. One point of non-lethal damage. Yeah, I point him in the nose. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you just kind of start trotting off that direction. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so you guys start trotting off. You know, people are hanging behind you. Everyone's close together. No one's going out on any scavenging things. You found enough food where everyone has kind of found enough food to feed themselves and then some. So it's not immediately pertinent that we have to go out hunting or gathering or anything like that. So everyone's just sticking together. Um, so you make your way out, and then, um, you know, eventually you get pretty close. So then Squeak just kind of, like, grabs in the back of the hair and, like, pulls it for a second. Oh. And has you stop, you know? And he's like, what? It's like, what's up here? You stay. You come with me. So kind of tells everyone else, stick back, you know, and then he kind of hops down, and he starts, like, creeping forward, you know? So you can tell, like, you know, he now gets the, the, the thing where it's like, now that we're getting close, there may be danger. Um. So he kind of just starts like creeping in through the forest and stuff like that. So is everybody coming with? Is anyone? Are you bringing anyone else with? Is everyone staying behind? What do you guys want to do? Um, uh, how, who, are the, uh, how are the how are the orc brothers doing? Uh, the one is probably still down. He needs a nice rest, but the other one is capable. Eager uh, uh, basically looks over Mastin. Are you are you capable of taking care of everybody? Um, um, as, as everybody holds back, because we need someone to keep an eye on. Yeah. Well, we also have Beldrum, yeah. too, and he, he can probably carry his own, hold his own. Yep. I still don't fully trust that guy. Um, uh, are you talking, wait, Beldrum? The guy that ran Oh, the, the dwarf, dwarf guy. Yeah. yeah, the dwarf he's guy. He's a that dwarf? Was, no, no, no. So Beldrum, he's been with you. He's a dwarf expert. Oh. You're talking about uh, Tal, what was his name? Talden? Talden. I think that was his name. Uh, or Edrin. Edrin. Yeah. Edrin was the guy who, like, came running into camp that you guys had to calm down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was Edrin. And he's with everybody right now, and he's just kind of, like, waiting orders. Um, yeah, so he looks over, you know, and he kind of, like, you know, he's only got his little dagger and everything like that, but he's just like, I can help, you know, and then, and Kining's like, forget about them two, I can do all the help you need. So it's just like, I got it, all right? And Vane just kind of, like, shakes his head on the side. He's like, I got a couple tricks up my sleeve, too. You boys, you know, ma'am. Go on ahead. <laughs> we'll take care of things back here. All right. Uh, I did roll. Hey, Dan. Yeah. I rolled a a twenty uh, for a sense motive to see if like he's trying to split us up. If that's like something he's trying to do to like kind of weed us out and stuff. Uh, on the might. Yeah. You, you what'd you roll? You call the might. I rolled a yeah. twenty and I got a twenty-two for. Nice. Uh, for sense motive. Yeah, you get the feeling that he's he's expecting danger. Um, okay. You know, like he he almost it's you're not sure if he knows there will be some or if he just thinks it's very likely, but he just kind of he just kind of is walking pretty calmly. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, so he's kind of like scooting ahead <coughs> and stuff like that. You guys kind of creep up behind. Um, you know, so you make it. You walk. You know, maybe like 50, 60 yards in the woods. Um, and then you kind of reach a clearing, um, and you look, and as the tree's kind of clear, there's a, um, it, it looks like the wood, like all of the trees around this little, this little, uh, abandoned home shed, 
looks like they've been like uh, cut down intentionally, like used to build the cabin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so it seems like it was all created. But you see the small cabin um, sitting on top of a small rise, and from a distance, um, it looks like it may be a small and useful shelter um, for your group. Um, yeah, you you uh, yeah you stumble across it. It's small and it's square. Standing in the middle, uh, it stands in a clearing dotted with tree stumps. Someone has deforested the area to make room for the structure, leaving only tall grass to carpet the clearing. A jumble of poles near the cabin serves as a rack for drying animal hides and fish. No smoke issues from the chimney. Is it also made of kin? Ooh. Roll perception. <laughs> Ooh. 20. Oh. It is not made of kin. <laughs> It is made of mostly wood. Does that perception Once check... Once again, that is wood. <laughs> Does that perception <laughs> check roll over to, uh, to anything else, that 20? Uh, so, from distance, at the edge of everything, you're kind of like scanning the tree line, you're looking ahead, you're looking at the cabin. The cabin, it looks empty. Um, you know, it looks nothing's going on, no smoke in the chimney. You see these stumps, you just see land in front of you and things like that, and uh, yeah, nothing really seems out of place to you. Ebert looks over to um, Squeet and Bitfist and says, is everything all okay? And, he's gonna, uh, and he kind of looks back up and says, yes, fun. And he kind of like starts like crouching ahead and, da, 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 and he's cruising and he kind of gets gets out, you know, 10, 15 feet, looking around and kind of perks up and looks. And he looks back at you again and he's like, come on. Takes another step and just, <laughs> And a bear trap snaps on both sides of him and he is pierced on both ends and is just like a mouse trap on a mouse. Stuck in this bear trap and is dead. You <laughs> went through yes. all that trouble. Sweet, 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 is sweet, dead. sweet, no. sweet, is 100% dead. We, we hardly knew you. Uh, hardly knew you. But it's a good thing you had him. To, Otherwise, I could have been one of you guys. That's right. Uh, we, need um, to, like, we need to like salute him or, or something. <laughs> we need to pull one out of the I think, I think, um, just to. Just fill you guys in a little bit on what was going on inside of Martin. He like, um, he just lost one of his best friends. Sorry, <laughs> was one of his best friends already? No, 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 no. no. Uh, title. He just lost title. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yeah, to Sweet. Well, Jim Beam Maple yeah. for Sweet. So, no, so uh, title had just died earlier. Um, for sure. And so, Squeet, like, he, he just killed, like, a bunch of his, like, we all just killed a bunch of Squeet's best friends and maybe family and stuff, and, and kind of that, that pity turned compassion, turned, like, almost, like, pet-like love for this thing. Like, that was so cool. Even if it's only been, like, a half hour. Like, it didn't, it didn't take long, but he kind of needed something to cling to a little bit. Like, just something to, to care for. <laughs> no! And he feels, no! he feels like he just totally failed this thing. Like, no! <laughs> like, he, he was trying to be extra perceptive. Like, <laughs> oh, First party death! Sweet! <laughs> Literally a character we spent almost a half hour trying to join. I assume Squee was in the military. <laughs> Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Probably the Navy. Didn't even barely make it. We'll be friends forever. Yeah. Forever. 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 forever.
Like, like, yeah, you see this like little uh, montage of like the two moments that that Martin has had in the street, like handing him the little piece yeah. of bread and like putting him Flash on the shoulder, just looking at the nose. Okay, scene over. Uh, we're dead. Dead. We're back. Blue green blood drips to the emotional attachment. God, let's go. Totally gone. I'm sorry, I had to do that. It's not easy being the GM, guys. Not easy. So, you realize at this point, oh, there's probably traps out there. Um, so it's a good thing close. you got tipped off. So maybe, now... Maybe I should have rolled a perception check to see if there was <laughs> <laughs> anything out there. Rolled a natural 20. You didn't yeah, see right. any traps. Nah, yeah, not out and about and everything like that. Like You would have had to be a little bit closer in to start to notice them. Um, but yeah. now that you guys are uh, kind of walking in... Um, so now everyone's going to get a bonus to their checks because they realize there are traps out there. Um, and you realize, too, once it popped out, like, it was covered really well. Like, it was in, it's, it's hidden. It's longer grass out here, and there's stumps and there's trees around. Like, it's easy to hide <laughs> traps through here. So there was, like, oh, it, was, it would have been really tricky to spot that anyways. Um, and yeah, and Squeak just did not see it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you got popped like a blueberry. Um, so, anyway, I think Martin takes the rest of what was in the sack, like trying to remember him by, like, he's got the boot now. He, like, yeah. puts the boot in his bag. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, yep, yeah, that's adorable. So now, as you guys heard, Pippa just got her hands over her mouth. Yeah. Justin just saunters by. She looks doesn't even care. Yeah. She looks over at Martin, she looks over at Justin, and they're complete completely polar opposite reactions. <laughs> yeah. Rolled an eighteen on perception checks for traps as I'm walking past well, this trap. So here's here's what I I need you guys to decide. So are you guys going to all kinda like walk, you know, kinda like find your own paths near each other? Is one person leading the way and everyone hugging right behind them? Like, how are you guys approaching this, Gavin? I um, like the second approach, um, but yeah. I think we should all roll perception checks, and whoever gets the highest perception check should go first. So, right. whoever's right. leading the party is going to be the only one who gets to roll the perception check. Okay. The person behind them could maybe aid, um, but that's it. Because, like, yeah. you're looking down at tall grass, well, like, you won't know, you won't really be able to see it, so you're like right on top yeah. of it. Okay, who is so in this perception? This is what we should, I think this is what we should do. I have a problem with um, six, seven, no. eight. The, uh, if, if there are traps spread throughout and we can cover more ground, I think we should have one person in the middle and then two people on the side because I haven't used any of my channels yet. So and the day's almost over anyway, so yeah. oh, we yeah. might as well yeah. cover Various more ground. And yeah, yeah. if we get hurt, I can just channel. And yeah. Then we go, we go, we go to sleep, and then I can, you know, channel, channel again. We're just gonna yeah. close our eyes and run. Yeah. Reflex save. Reflex save. Reflex save. Words like every five feet, you just keep throwing Squeeze corpse in front of you. Justin's like totally to insensitive. <laughs> He's just like, I don't I'm care. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> He hands he hands uh, the last like squeaks like big toe to Martin as we like yeah, put the cabin. Yeah. Here it's a rabbit's foot. Are we following one person or are we spreading out? I like that idea. Yeah. Uh, spread out. 
Uh, yeah. Well, I think we do the one liter and then two <coughs> on the yeah. side. Yep. And we just take um, it really slow and real quick. Can I just? No. This is just Justin being a survival nut. Um, can he just rip off, take out his dagger, rip off a, a branch from a tree, and then just start poking the ground in front of us? Uh, you could. Uh, you're not sure whether or not it would. Um, Trigger it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know it would it would probably help you look for sure. Okay. So. Let's let let's let Justin lead. I don't have the highest perception. I have a plus three. What's your perception bonus? My perception bonus is plus three. Alright, I'm plus eight. Oh, you should plus six. And what's uh, Egret? I think he's pretty high. Uh, it's. I can't check. He's on the phone. It's at least. He's a cleric, so wisdom is pretty high. Yeah. So that's good. (laughs) Well, his wisdom isn't going to get us. If I were placing traps, I would put them right here. Um, quick, somebody improv a commercial like, break. I like so yeah. want to put that pig. <laughs> <laughs> He's out there somewhere. I'm telling you, I want to meet him so bad. Like, I want to like look at Marlon and be like, let's go find that pig. <laughs> Good luck with the traps, guys! And then you guys just bail and you and Marlon go find a pig. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I just had a lot of fun ideas with attacking it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's a clever pick. It's a three. Uh, Alright, three. Alright, so I guess I'll go, I guess I'll go in front with, with the stick. You want to take the stick? Yeah, I'll take the stick. Yeah. Um, we're rolling perception for what? So, uh, Estefan, it sounds like Estefan, with the best perception right now, is going to be leading the way. Did anyone roll? He didn't roll. It's it's our bonus. So So don't don't worry about rolling. Well, yeah. So I think it's so. um, So I'm going to have it. uh, So you're about thirty feet from the cabin. So I'm going to need three separate perception checks. Okay. The person behind you can aid, um, and everyone else is just too far behind you to really assist. All right. So. and you'll get a bonus, obviously, because one, you're aware of the traps, mm-hmm. and because you're kind of prodding ahead of you with them. Okay. Um, so go ahead and roll your first perception check. First perception check. It's going to be a 20. Okay. Um, is anyone behind you? Is anyone helping you? Yeah, who's behind me? Anybody who's... Uh, who's the next best Well, I guess your next best Wasn't perception. Kenny, or, uh, I yeah, never Jeff rolled, Martin's so... Martin's got the next best. Yeah, yeah. So well, I guess bonus. with aid, you're just rolling a d20, and anything over a 10 succeeds and gives a oh, plus okay. 2. So um, so anybody, I guess, can roll the aid. So, Justin, if you just hand him the stick, maybe you're right behind him. Sure. So go ahead and roll to aid. Uh, that is a 19. That's a 19. Nice. Cool. That aids. So you guys, uh, so an aid, so you rolled, what was it? A 20? 20. A 20 plus the 2 plus a bonus. You walk on up. You're prodding around. Um, you travel 10 feet further. There are no bear traps. So you look around. It's not that you find a disabled one. It's just that mm-hmm. there wasn't anything there. Okay. Um, so then the next 10 feet, roll another perception check. 26. Huge. Nice. Huge. Yeah, go for it. 19. Right, so 28. Nice. You guys look around, poking around. You realize there is a bear trap right in front of you. So you can just walk around it, or you can attempt to disable it. And I, th- I think you can carry it with you, but it's really heavy. Um, so, no, and I, would it you have, just trigger it with the stick? 
Um, you poked like the edge of it, so it didn't go off, but you just identified there's one right here. Yeah, it's the easiest way to do it is just to Yeah, you just, just set it yeah. off. Yeah. So you just kinda just pop it real quick, you know, you know, shuts cloak. Um, Martin has a flashback to squeak. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's Martin squeaks his pants just a little bit. Just a little bit. Squeaks his Um and your stick is destroyed. Um, so now we're walking forward the last kind of ten feet up to the cabin. Um, roll me one more perception check. Natural, Natural 20. You're rolling, You walk up again. You don't have your stick with you and everything, but you walk. You just stop for a second. You realize the grass isn't quite blowing the same direction. And you see that there's one more trap right in front of the door. Um, so you're able to kind of like, um, you know, skirt around it. Or I don't okay. know if you guys try and trigger it another way. Um, oh, we got stuff um, I can attempt to disable it. I have a disable device. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, you could do disable device, or you could just like um, throw like a log at it. At a, at well, a, it'd be nice to like have one of these. Yeah, like, I don't know how heavy it is though. That's the only thing. So you'd have to make sure someone can carry it. Well, I, I mean, we've got like what, like twenty people. But yeah, like, you could probably carry it with the party. Like, that's I mean, true, we, yeah. it would be good. For, like if we set up telling people at home <coughs> for like food. Yeah, yeah they're like, like your yeah, storage locker and Fallout, yeah. where you just keep so, like, a million different Igor's items. Gonna, Igor's going to like uh, attempt to disable it. Okay. Uh, that would be a fail. That's a fail. Um, so, you you roll up, you attempt to mess around with it. Wink! Roll me a reflex save. Uh, reflex. Um, that would be a 17. You're alright, friend. <laughs> you're barely alright, <laughs> like You just feel like it barely misses your hand as it, as it closes. Just, whoa! And snaps shut, and you're okay. Barely yes. missing. Um, yeah, barely missing. <laughs> yep. Just so you know, too, that is 2d6 plus 3 damage. So that could have been a little wow. rough. Oof. Could have been a little that rough. That could have been hand. Um, but that's gone. So, uh, so there you go. So now, Weren't there uh, bear traps in like one of the first few episodes of Glass Cannon podcast. Uh, I don't remember. In the in the yeah. basement. Oh, in the, the in the the vault. Of, or no, not the the, the plague house. house. Yeah, the plague house in the basement. Yeah, basically. Basically. That would be a little difficult to see, but whatever. I think there was. You should use the other side. I know there might have been. Yeah. We're over here in the ocean for some reason. Flavor, flavor ocean. Flavor ocean. No yep. Ocean. So uh, you guys right. walk on up. You reach the door. Uh, you realize you can now walk in. So we have stealth. I mean, I'd stealth, even though we just set up a trap and they might have heard that. Like I would rather, you know. We yeah. No, they might be sleeping. You never know. Like it might be somebody in there. Yep. Sure. So, um, I'm going to roll a stealth anyway. I rolled a stealth. Um, I rolled a... And hope they didn't hear the bear traps go off. Plus. I rolled a twenty. Nice. Right. Yes. All right. All right. Not a natty. Well, twenty is better than my roll. I rolled a uh, eleven. Eleven and a twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see that. Let's see what you're working with. Um. So with both of those, you approach the door quietly as you can. You don't hear anything from inside. Um. And you can make it to the door. Alright. Is the door open? It's or? closed. It's closed. So I think uh, Martin will just kind of quietly uh, open the door and right. peek inside. So, Martin, stealthily, 
quietly opens the door, peeks inside, uh, and opens the door. As soon as he does, he opens this door, creaking it open, just like, looking inside, peering around the room. And as he's, as he's looking in, he kind of looks up, and he sees a thin line connected to the top of the door, looks across the uh -huh. other side of the room, as there's a small wooden device that here, and roll, or sorry, oh, I'm gonna roll now. Oh boy, that's a 26 to hit. I think it's got that's does. probably a hit. So this, my friend, is a good old fashioned arrow trap that has been rigged and pointed at the door. Whew, straight across the room, arrow hits you square in the chest. It's gonna do, oh no. Oh no. Oh no! <laughs> It's gonna do. Uh, I gotta make sure my math is exactly correct right now. Oh god. <laughs> it's gonna do 17 points of damage. Oh my god. Okay. How? Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh! Man! Moving right along. <laughs> <gasps> wow! Oh man! Pretty badass! I'm not gonna lie! Man! I, I, wow. I, that would have been a permanent death a couple episodes ago. Jeez. Okay. Holy crap, dude. Well, good. <laughs> All right. So, Ingrid immediately yep. cast Cure Light yeah. after realizing what happened. After realizing, you know, what just happened. So, so, before she manages to do this, as soon as the trap goes off, as the door opens and light begins coming into the room, and there's now like sunset lighting, still lighting the room and everything, but it's getting dim. As the door creaks open, into the light walks um, a lynx. So this very slender cat, leopard-like looking thing, runs out and springs to attack you. Roll for initiative. Uh, oh, so you can do that. Okay, well, I'm done. Initiative roll. Right. Huh? I rolled a five. Yeah. I decided to pull out of my bag a thunderstone. Oh. All right. Okay. All right. Yes, I rolled an eight. Eight for Justin. <laughs> also, um, the, uh, I am equipping my heavy mace instead of my bow. Well, so what would you have had when you were walking through the door? Um, so, so I mean, I'll let you guys play it out how your character would do it. But like, well, I this, think I think walking into a like into a building, mm -hmm. like generally, especially because we've been in the woods, I think Martin would be using his bow. But I think we're walking into, into close in, quarters. In, into close quarters, I think he'd be using a melee weapon. Yep. Um, instead. Okay, that's fair. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to find a nice, a nice little lynx pawn here. Um, that'll work. So, uh, oh, that's disgusting, but that'll do. Probably not appropriate for it, but it's close enough. What is it? Yeah, it's a goblin. Do you guys see the, the video of the two lynx? I, I, actually, I don't know if they're actually yes. lynxes. If a lynx oh, is a real animal. Send did you send that, that to were, us? like, yelling at each other? Did oh, yeah. That? yeah. <laughs> that was great. Ah! 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 Yeah, ah! The lynx is a real animal. Yeah. It's the sphinx that is not a real animal. Yes, right. There you go. But yeah. they're like, they're they're literally like like less than a foot away from each other, and they'd like kind of one would like move in closer, and they'd go. Ah! <laughs> 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 All right. So glad that so I eager. swallowed 
Yeah. By Drake. Good. Before that had happened. That's good. Perfect timing. for me. Initiative. What do we got? Um, not enough. I I roll, I think I think my total was five. Okay. So I'm 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 always last apparently. Martin, thirteen. Thirteen. Darren. Hi, Oh baby. No no. Estevan. Sixteen. All right. Yeah. We got somebody up top. All right. That's good. Give me just a moment. Johnny, will you point me towards the board, too? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Hold on. You're, 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 Cause that's what we're in right now. Do do be do be do 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 be do be do 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 be do be do 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 that's really intimidating. Okay, I'm scared. I'm scared. Johnny, is that Winston? Huh? Oh, yeah. That was Winston. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sad. Alright, guys. I don't think you understand. Things are about to get crazy. We want the music down a little bit. But I like the jam. Alright, so here we go, gang. It's about to get real. So this is our... Hold on, let me make sure I got this correct here. So, um... Keela is the name of our lynx. Pops on out. He's up here. First person to act. However, it's gonna be this little thing. Comes around the corner here. Five, ten, fifteen. He's gonna hang right there. Attack adjacent. Our friend Martin. Uh, he's gonna do a good old-fashioned thing I like to call it. Slay! Come on and slay! It's a nine. It's not gonna. Doesn't hit. That's a shame. Walks on up, goes to do this, and fails to hit you. And as this guy, you know, takes the swing at you. What are we seeing? You see a like a fleshy walking corpse it is kind of rotting <coughs> it's putrid it's like a zombie walks over it's got skeletons in some places but some muscle still connecting things um its eyes are glowing with kind of like an eerie blue light um as it comes on up it's dressed in kind of like hunter's clothing kind of warm looking clothing boots um and it just has like you know its hands are like missing flesh so it's got these skeletal like bony claws and it's just trying to claw at you guys and walk in the door. Um, and that is the first action. Next up is Estefan. Right, well, oh, way back there. Wait. Oh, no, I'm right here. Yeah, yeah you right. should have been right second to the door, I think. All right, then I will take a five-foot step up, take a swing with the scimitar. Doing it. Natural one. Oh, oh no! Fumble deck. Fumble deck. Fumble deck. Uh, 
Uh, we're not confirming fumbles. We're not confirming fumbles. We're not confirming fumbles. Why are we not confirming fumbles? We're not confirming fumbles. We're not. I actually listened back to an early. I listened back to. Oh yeah, you got your own. I listened back to an early glass can just to see if that was the case, and yeah, they didn't. They didn't confirm it. They don't. No. Forty-seven. Forty-seven on the fumble table is a very clumsy fall and drop primary weapon, roll dex, or be stunned for one round. Oh, man. So I have to roll... A dex right check? Ten. Dex is thirteen. So... Oh, your modifier, maybe? Plus one. So eleven. 11. Does it say a... Have a DC for it? Fall and drop primary weapon. Stranger Things things? For one round. I guess you're stunned for one round. Okay. Alright. And I fell down. Alright. Yeah, well, I would imagine it'd be... For a DC save at that level, I would imagine it'd be DC 12. Um, But I just missed it. Yeah? Alright. Well, there you go. So then, (laughs) on the ground... Well, I guess you're you're not prone. You drop your weapon, and you're stunned. Which means, what, you can't do anything for a round? Or maybe only move. Stunned, I think, is you're actually you're like, you know, rattled. Like you just can't quite move in any way. Um, I think. But while you're looking that up, uh, it is our Lynx's turn. Our Lynx is gonna run up to the only available option here and take a bite, Mr. Martin. Um, so gonna take a nice little leaping. Oh, baby, that's 23. So, oh, this is bad. No. This is real bad. Yeah. No. So it's going to it gets a it's gonna do five points of damage. Okay. Wow. Still conscious? No. Ah. All right. Well, this is where it would normally get a free attempt to grab you, but you collapse to the ground after being bitten by this ferocious-looking lynx with its steely muscles. Yeah. So it takes a bite, and Martin is down. And he that whispers as he falls. Squeak. <laughs> Squeak. Oh, no. I'll see you soon, Squeak. <laughs> <laughs> not, not title. Not La Rosa. No, he's he's uh, he's re- not of... your father. <laughs> no, no. Squeak. He's, yeah, he's kind of. That's the most the most uh, recent image in his mind is the image of Squeak getting yeah. getting trapped in half. Fair enough. <laughs> trapped in half. <laughs> Trapped in two pieces. <laughs> uh, so it would have been Martin's. Well, actually, Martin's turn. Roll a uh, fortitude save. Constitution check. Constitution check. Yeah. Um, so how far into the negative? It's a fortitude save. Um, minus four. So you have minus four. So it's a DC fourteen Constitution check to, see to if stabilize. And I roll a three. Okay. <laughs> so you take. Dying. So you take right. another point of damage. Um, and okay. you are you are unconscious and dying. Yes, Justin, you're up. Uh, let's see, Justin. What's your permadeath? Will I don't know. Ooh, yes. So Justin is going to move forward one, and he's going to make a heal check to stabilize Martin. Oh wait, <laughs> why am I doing this? I don't want. I. We have a healer. I need to take out the the enemy that's right in front of us. Yeah. So he's gonna move forward. So I don't. There's think, a wall there. Yeah, yeah I don't think you really Can I step over? Um, you can. I think you can stand over a downed enemy, but I, I think it counts as difficult terrain, and 
I think you take like a minus. Well, he's not an enemy. Yeah. He's an ally. The downed ally. Um, I don't know what the rules are on that one. I'd say I'd say yes. Okay. But it's difficult terrain. So well, yeah, I'm not trying to move very far. Yeah. All right. I think that's probably fair. All right, and he's gonna try and hit the links with a. Um, so he's basically right on top of Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna hit the links with Warhammer. With a eleven to hit. Eleven to hit is a miss. Ugh. Sad but true. Eager. Basically standing over his brother's right, so, shield and um, hand. Yeah. Got um, you, bro. So Egret is going to um, uh, cast uh, Cure Light Wounds onto Martin. Okay. You don't so, want to wake him up. He's right in front of an enemy. What's that? You don't want to wait. You want to stabilize. Yeah, stabilize. Him. Stabilize. Well, you could bring him up, and then he would just have to either get out of there, or I'd, pro- I'd have to full withdraw, right? Uh, from prone, you'd have to stand up and then withdraw. I think. And, and that would not, still prevent attacks. No yeah. provoke. Yeah, so you either have to get the enemies away from him, or leave him unconscious, or give him like a lot of healing to get him up and take another hit. I was I was <laughs> going to cast your life and then channel. Okay, I think you can do both. Um, if I don't move. Yeah. If I don't move. I think they're both. I think you can do those. Yeah. I can cast your light because... So you could do that. If it's enough, the only trick is you would have to stand up and then uh, and then make it through the attacks of opportunity. Okay. How do I well, you know what? I'm going to... It's not, your negative con. I'm going to stay where I am exactly. Um, I'm going to stabilize Martin. Okay. And, uh, and then I'm going to use my. You can cast bro. stabilize, I think. So it's, you immediately stabilize. I'm immediately no stabilize. Issue with that. I'm not doing any movement. Yep. Um, I'm going to shoot at the links. Cool. With the heavy crossbow. Do it. Oh, wait. Right. I'm right in front of you. Oh, that's true. Wait, you yeah. are? So I'm standing in the doorway. Justin is technically on top of the I just went, yeah. yeah. So you can hit, the, can hit the, the zombie guy. Alright, um, fine. I'll hit the zombie guy. Um, fine. I'll. Hit the zombie. Fine, I'll hit the zombie guy. Alright. Here we go. Good lord. What the deal here? Um, that would be By the way, this is our this is our zombie guy. (coughs) Oh, he he built the cabin. He probably did. Maybe. He looks like he's cabin worthy. It looks like uh, a lot lot less gross there than it is here. Yeah. I I rolled an eight. That's a mummy. I rolled an eight, so he is gonna be. Or a no, Tim. Let me check it. Mr. Tim. Mr. Tim. Mr. T. Uh, Mr. That's going to be a miss. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, that was Egret. Darren. Okay. Um, so. <coughs> things are really confusing here. Is there another entrance or no? Uh, you can go check. There's, the doorway is two, it's ten feet, so you could probably go on the other side of the doorway and hit the zombie guy. Well, if that's, uh, well, I mean, you got Estefan right there, too. You'd, be, you'd really have to be poking through nothing. Like, you got a hundred feet of movement. You can check for other entrances to the building. Well, you have five foot reach, or ten foot reach on his weapon. Yeah, you're, you're, try- you're trying right to here. wiggle between allies and a door. Like it's gonna be. Well, they're both prone. It's gonna be tough. 
Well, he's not prone. Estefan is technically standing. No, Estefan is prone. He's stunned. He dropped his weapon and he's stunned. Yeah, didn't it say prone? It said prone. Did it really? prone. Estefan is, with a 47, fall and drop primary weapon. Ah, dang. That's brutal. We gotta reinvestigate this crit deck. Sorry, Cody, what did you say? Alright, so can I stand behind Estefan and poke with my lance? Uh, I don't see one. I guess so, yeah. Because this is over here. So you'd have to be at the top of it. Wow, alright. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, go for it. Alright, I rolled a 15 to hit. A 15 is a hit. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Way more. Okay, but that's okay. It's a hit. It's a hit. (laughs) Okay. Alright, so I rolled a... I'm sorry, it's way more. Uh, four plus four, so an eight damage. Nice. All right, that's it. Bam! You clip this guy, and like it sinks into some of his like rotted flesh as it just like falls off of him. Um, but his corpse is still sticking together, and it's moving around, and it's very unsettling to look at. Cool. All right, uh, and it is now his turn. Um, so now he. Doesn't have a ton of options here, but he does see a guy stunned on the ground in front of him. So I don't see why he wouldn't attack that guy. Um, I'm gonna say you're not helpless, um, because stun is a different condition than helpless. But you take a minus four to your AC as he attempts Mm -hmm. to hit you. So he rolls... Only an 11, but with you at a minus four, is that a hit? Yes, it is. That is a hit. All right, so he's going to do... Oh, unless he's a goblin wave. He's not. Yeah, I didn't think so. But he's going <laughs> to... Hey, it's always worth asking. This is going to be interesting. So he does three points of damage. Okay. Plus energy drain. Ooh. Um, and now I actually have to look up real quick how energy drain works. Um, but it's pretty interesting. So now I believe how... No, that can't. No, it's not that. You don't get negative levels. Um, yeah, that would be a bit much. Ability damage drain, I'm looking for. Okay, so you sap a living opponent of vital energy, um, and this happens automatically. Each successful drain bestows one or more negative levels. The creature's description specifies how many. If an attack that includes an energy drain scores a critical hit, it bestows twice the amount, unless otherwise specified. Um, unless otherwise specified, a draining creature gains five temporary hit points for each negative level it bestows, and those temporary hit points last for one hour. What? So wow. you have a, uh, so you have to roll a DC save. Oh wait, sorry, is that not removed? Oh my goodness. So you have a negative level. No. So I basically what? knocked you down to level one. Jesus. That's what happened. Wow. Wait. No, no save. save on this no one. Save. Are, are you serious? So here's the deal. If a negative level is not removed before 24 hours, That's the affected creature must attempt a fortitude save. Um, otherwise, it, the effects are permanent. Ugh. Wow. Yeah, no, that happened. That happened uh, That, that happened on low. Yep. On right. negative level. levels permanent. Yep. Yeah. That's bogus. Wow! Oh my goodness! I'm gonna look this up sooner. 
So Estefan is basically not it's you a know bad actually, day. So hold on yeah, a second. So a, a, a successful fortitude save. I'm glad I'm unconscious. I think negates. So it's 24 hours after. Yes, yeah, so we have to find a way to re- we have to find a way to cure that. So restoration. Normally restoration is like the only way to cure it. Okay, so it looks like a a successful fortitude save will restore the negative level, but I think that's after 24 hours. Um, okay. So I think you are currently at a negative level. You're back to level one until you either receive a restoration spell or 24 hours pass to <coughs> perform a successful fortitude save. Yeah, that's correct. Wow. That's the way it works. Wow. So there you go. Not a ton of damage, but a negative level. Whoa. And wow. that's his turn. So whoop, bam, and you just feel the life just oh, like it's sucked out of you into this guy. Um, and it is Estefan's turn. Oh, and you go down another five hit points. Oh, that's oh. right. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> so, negative levels! This is part two of book one! Whoa! By the book, guys, that's what it says. Wow. So, Are you uh, serious right now? Or, I'm yeah. sorry, hold up. DC 14. I'm sorry. Oh. Energy drain, for one level of energy drain, DC 14. So, really, very important. Bottle cap, bottle cap, bottle cap, bottle yeah, cap. Yeah, 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 this is a good idea. I do. I have one. This is a really uh, good yeah, time for bottle cap. This is just, I, I can put in my bottle cap like three. I think. I think I have one. You have one. He has one. All right, turn yeah, that one in. I mean, that's a good use. Can we turn more than one in, or can we only do nope. it one at a time? No, only one per row. All right, so good use of bottle cap. Plus four. Okay. Is it DC fourteen? Uh, yep. Nope. Bottle cap. No. So helpless. So you're on the Ooh. ground. You're stunned, and while you're stunned, you just got the kiss of death from a dementor, and like, uh, like life is wow. just sucked out of you. You're on the ground. You it's roll a away, stunned. But that's your, your turn, dude. You were stunned on that round. So you're now conscious. This is tragic. Your weapon's on the ground next to you. Maybe you could reach out and grab that. You're no longer stunned, and you're back at level one. And it is the cat's turn. So the lynx. Looks at Justin, who's now standing over the dead brother. Not dead. Supposedly but... dead. You don't know that yet. He's not um, dead. He's stabilized, right? Yeah, he's stabilized. You don't know that. Maybe Bro. he's dead before he gets stabilized. Hey, he's, he's, he's pretty much dead. He's pretty much just uh, on the card. He's, he's dead. Most, he's mostly dead. Um, so now, the he's cat. He's mostly dead. Utilize that hammer of so in, now, invisibility. <laughs> here's the deal. So now the cat is going to do a full round attack, which is claw claw bite claw one natural one. Oh, uh, like, oh fumble nice. fumble fumble yeah because this thing had a name what is it it does have a name what does the uh depends on what the thing says so it'd probably be a slashing fumble or natural whip there is no weapon. slashing or anything fumble melee it's just, fumble it's just a fumble effect okay well let's see what it is so roll these two Percentage die? Yes. We got a 100. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's see. Right? It's a bottom one. Just yeah. like Lurk today. Really? That's yes. a bottom one. Yours is a bottom one. Disastrous. Roll three times on fumble table. If this comes up again, add two more rolls. So what? roll three more times. I reject this fumble table. <laughs> this is ridiculous. 
That can't happen. So does that mean roll three. we just choose the best one? I'm going to roll no, another one. Roll three. I'm going to roll two more and you can pick which one happens. I rolled a 90 and a 47. <laughs> okay, hold 47. on. Hold on. Right, 90. Oh, yeah. 47 is very clumsy, which you had. Don't want that. 90 is hit self critical hit. Yeah. All right. Oh, 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 so somehow this cat swings across and claws its own chest apart. <laughs> Don't know how that happens. Yes. But it does. Critical hits itself, so that's going to be... Is it confirmed? It, well, I mean, I guess it automatically confirms. Yeah. So it does 11 points of damage to itself. Oh, no, 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 it was on a claw. It was on a claw. Hold on a second. It does... So it does nine points of damage to itself. That's still pretty good. On its own turn. Oh my gosh, that's the worst. All right, well this cat just started nibbling its own groin. (laughs) (laughs) And Martin. Must have had fleas or something. It must have had it. It just got sidetracked. So Martin's up. You're stable. So I'm assuming since it hit itself, it doesn't get another attack. It does not. That is its turn. Yes, I'm stable but unconscious. Stable and unconscious. Justin. Uh, Justin is gonna, he sees this thing just slash at itself, and he's just, ha, rolls to hit it. Natural 16, 22 to hit, Furious Focus, with, hit. uh, 1d8 plus 10. I assume that's without power attack. I meant power attack, Furious Focus. Did not hear any of the power attack thing going furious on? Furious Focus means power attack without Well, you don't penalty. have the power attack penalty, so I guess... I will allow it. And this is a warning. <laughs> 17 <laughs> points of damage. Wow, on the cat? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. So, go. <laughs> so this cat clawed itself, brother. and for I don't even know why, but as it's doing this, you see a moment. Whoop-pom! Pom this thing in the back of the head, and it just drops limp and lifeless to the ground. Yes. And it is dead. Uh, Egret, you're up. All right, Egret is going to, at this point, cast Cure Light Wounds. On to well, no, I can't cast. I can't cast two spells at once, can I? No. Okay. Unless you have a rod of quickening. Um, if I use the wand of cure light wounds. Yep. Um, then I can cast a spell. Uh, what's the spell? Um, I'm gonna cast doom on the uh, zombie guy. That doesn't sound good for me. So no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you probably can't. Well, I I think as if a spell's a standard action. I think you can do that. I don't. Well, I don't think you technically can do that. I think you get a move and a standard action. I think you can double move. I don't think you can take two standard actions around. Okay, you could no. just no, unless uh, it's a full attack action. Cody, if you channel, won't it hurt the undead creature though? But it either has to has to hurt him or heal us. It can't be both. So, um, oh, that would be awesome. <coughs> Um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll channel, like, so I can, well, technically, if I channel positive energy, um, wouldn't that damage, um, wouldn't that damage undead? Uh, you would imagine so. Roll a knowledge, um, religion. You have that, right? Yeah. I think you got it, yeah. Um, uh, that would have been, um, I only rolled a ten. So it um, it looks like it's, I mean it's obviously not normally living. It's humanoid in some way. It's probably undead. So you imagine this will probably work if I channel. It'll probably hurt it. Okay. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Anything that's undead normally um, is dealt damage through mm -hmm. positive energy. So um, I can confirm. Going, yes. She's both you and your character are pretty sure it'll work. Yeah. Um, and he's stabilized, so he doesn't really need the healing right, right this minute. Yeah. Um, and would challenge like would that like that would essentially count as a spell? Um, channeling, I think, is a, a, it's a swift it's a, action. It's a swift action. Yeah. So yeah. you can do that. You can channel and cast a spell. Okay. Cool. Then I'm yeah. gonna channel and cast a spell. So I'm gonna. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm so going to, I'm going to cast. Uh, I'm going to um, channel positive. Oh, thank you. Do it. Um, which I believe is one d six. Um, and I believe that's a plus. Uh, let's see here. Plus one. Uh, the amount of damage dealt or healed is equal to one d six points of damage plus one d six of damage for every two levels um, beyond the first. So I only get one. Yeah. Um, so 1d6, roll the 2. Roll the 2. So, 2 points of healing. Yep. So Martin gets 2 points of everybody gets 2 points of healing. Um, yeah. um, I'm not sure if that's entirely accurate. What? Because I think you either have to channel offensively or... or defensively. Yeah, you can't do defensively. You can't, I don't think you can do both. If so it's either you hurt him or help us. Oh, I'm not sure how that works. So, how would you like to use it? Um, oh, I want to use it to heal the party. Right. And then I'm casting Doom on um, the uh, humanoid. Alright, cast Doom. He gets, what, a will save? Yes, he gets a... Uh, I'm going to double check just right now. It's a um, level 1 spell? Well, okay, it's a DC 14. It's This is a level 2 spell. Level 2 spell. Spell over cast a level... Um, it's, a DC four, uh, it's a DC 14 okay. uh, will save. Well, it's spell, it's, it's 10 plus spell level plus caster level. Spell level, it's a first level spell? It's, um, yes. I'm going to try to look for it. Uh, yes. It okay, so spell level 1, caster level 2, so DC 13. Okay. Um, it just says DC 14 on here. I don't know why. Okay. Maybe it's just like a line or something like that. Rolls a natty 17. He is okay. Um, looks at you and like stares as you like your eyes go black and you reach out towards him. He just looks right back you with, at you with his glowing red eyes and is unaffected by it. Um, uh, Darren, you're up. Darren's gonna stab this thing in the throat. That's uh, signature ooh, move. Ooh, you wanna see what I roll? Here you go. <laughs> roll the natural, natural 18. 18. All right, that's a hit. Oh yeah. Okay, and then we're gonna be doing. Nine points of damage. Nice. That's good. So just, wow, well, you just like, you jab it between his ribs and you just crank it in a way where it like snaps one of his ribs and just, yeah! And then you just kind of like screech. So the whole time you're fighting him too, he doesn't really speak, he doesn't really roar, but he just has like this lifeless scream where he's just like, and that's just constantly coming out of him. And you hear him kind of groan a little bit as you snap his rib off. Um, and it is his turn. So, he sees Justin, who just killed his cat. And he goes, Aah! 
Comes over to you, rolls to hit Natty. 20. Oh, no. Rolling to confirm. Probably won't confirm. Zombie? He's named, but to confirm, you only rolled a 13. Not confirmed, but max damage. So he's going to do five points of damage and roll me a fortitude save. Can I get a bottle I'm, cap? I'm gonna throw a bottle cap in for sure. Thank you. Cody gave me a bottle cap. Yes, I'm gonna throw it in the trash. Okay. 14. Uh, DC 14. 17. Alright. And 8. So 17. It's a good thing. So you're alright. You still feel like you feel like for a second, like, ugh, like your life force was being drained out of you as he claws across your Actually, dress. no, because that's a 22. 42. So oh, you're fine. I'm fine. You're still <laughs> fine. So yeah, but you just kind of like shake it off, you know, and you, you say shake resolute. You shake it off, shake it off. Estefan is up. You are not stunned. You're on the ground. I think standing up provokes an attack of opportunity. I'm not going to stand up. Great. So I think you can like crawl away? I think that's an option. All right, I'll take a five foot crawl. All right. And I think that's like a move action, but all right. Can I, can I then stand? Uh... Sure. Okay. Why not? And then, uh, Martin is still unconscious? Cool. Sorry, uh, buddy. That's cool, man. Justin. Uh, Justin is, he, just, this thing just tried to hurt me. Yep. Oh, wait, you, you said I took five points of damage? Uh, yes. Alright. It succeeded in hurting you. Yes, yeah, so this thing just tried to hurt me. Well, I'm just gonna try and smash it. Do it. Uh, that is a natural three. Not gonna uh, do it. So that's nine. Nope. Um, and then he's going to uh, just hold his shield. Just try and uh, just defend his brother. Cool. Egret. Alright. Egret's had just about enough of this. Oh yeah. So. Should pull Justin or pull Martin out from underneath me. I'm gonna get someone else a negative level. I'm gonna do it. Um What would it take to what would it take for you to drag Martin out from that doorway? Um I think you could do it in a move action, but I think you'd take an attack of opportunity. Well no, he's standing behind me. I'm on top of Martin. And he's gonna drag him out from underneath your legs? Well, I'm like you're not really on top of it. I'm not, like, standing on it. So, I mean, so, your AC, part of your AC is your ability to, like, dodge and move and things like that. Okay. You have a human being underneath you, so you're basically, like, horse stance over an unconscious body, trying to just block and defend. Well, most of my, most of my AC right now is my armor. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? Um, Egret's going to, um, Egret's going to, um, is there anybody in front of me? Uh, me. Yeah, Justin's in front of me. Right here. Alright. Egret is going to, um... Uh, she's going to, uh, channel positive energy one more time. Not a bad idea. Offensive right. or defense? Um... She's gonna do it twice. Okay, so healing, healing for one. Okay, and then one offensive, one defensive. And then one offensive, one on offensive. All right, one I like it. I like it. So roll offense. All right, offense. So doing damage. Five. 
five points. Nice. So you look at this. As soon as you channel and you're focusing at him too, and he kind of just like he groans for a second. Looks like it did damage. All right. And now for the healing. All right. Four points of healing. All right. Four points of healing. How's Martin doing? Martin is up. Oh. He's alive. He's awake and staring at his brother's crotch. (laughs) I like it. Um, good. So, Darren, uh, you're up. Alright, I'm gonna roll a hit. Look at this. National Trilogy! Aw, baby! Roll a confirm! Okay. Uh, okay, wait, 6 is 11 to confirm. That is not gonna do it. There's still max damage. Max damage? 12 points. 12 points of damage. So you go through and you kind of like, you know, you, you duck out of the way, you see this happen, Martin wakes up for a second, he looks down to him, and you kind of like just stab him, you know, like through the ribs again, and you just pry your lance down, and it just like cuts open half of his chest, and he just falls into two pieces onto the ground, and like the last of Egret's channel kind of like burns the life out of him and he yeah. falls lifeless to the ground yeah. and he is Woo. dead. That was almost a very, very, very deadly that combat. That could have gone way worse. Oh, and we still got a negative level, level, level. But it could have been more than how that. Can, how do we get a restoration spell at second You're going to have to find either a, a, a potion, potion of restoration um, or um, within oh. 24 hours. Can't Rhyna Do we have to, within, by the next level. day, by the next day, we, does uh, Esping get to roll again to, uh, to see if it's permanent? At the end of 24 hours, yeah, you can yeah. you can roll another fortitude oh, save, time and time. hopefully it's enough. So, um... We can use a bottle cap for that. <coughs> use a bottle cap for that. Yeah. Let me see this. So, uh, uh, not working a second time is pretty slim. So, yeah, so you guys... Because um, I did those two. So you guys, uh, yeah, so he falls dead. We probably end the combat music. Um, the cat is dead as well. You notice the cat didn't have any undead features. Um, it looks like just a normal lynx, you know, or a, a cat that would have been, you know, a normal wild wild animal. And this guy is this zombie creature. Um, you know, you notice both those things. This guy doesn't have anything on his person, um, but you could search the cabin if you wanted to. Okay. And what was he? Was he an actual zombie? He was a, a white. Uh, W-I-G-H-T. Well, if we had known that, we wouldn't have had to worry about the negative yeah, levels. We know that whites give negative yeah. levels. Just, I didn't know that. And no, one's got Fusro, no one's got Fusroda. Or Don't feel bad about that. Fusroda! That was an episode. Uh, that really helped. But they faced the giant whites. Yeah. yeah. Yep. There you go. So as you guys yeah, look inside... Uh, you see these cobwebs that cover the interior of the cabin. Um, many of the obvious valuables have been Perception. looted. Yep. 17. 17. 22. Nice. There it is of no help. Okay. So you guys look in. Um, so you guys look around. You see that the obvious valuables have been looted. Um, probably by Squeet and his friends um, that have come in here. They sneak in, you know, while this guy is gone. Um, and, you know, what you guys know of whites, you know, and, and maybe it's probably worth rolling, like, a knowledge, um, 
Maybe a knowledge of religion or knowledge not supernature. Dungeon yeah, dungeoneering <laughs> or nature maybe. Dungeoneering? Uh sure. Knowledge nature, natural twenty. Nice. So with the knowledge nature, you'd remember you'd heard stories about this around campfires, maybe you've seen it before. But you know that a white, um, usually what happens is that when they die, um, it's either either they refuse to die and just their their will is enough to bring their their dead corpse back to living life, or there's some kind of curse, or um, they have kind of like their unfinished business, you know, they're just, they're, they will themselves back to life in this kind of zombified body. They're not really there mentally, you know, but they just go around doing what they've always done. Um, but, uh, you realize too, and maybe you could put it together too, knowing nature and, and, uh, knowing the ranger side of things that this, uh, this cat was probably his animal companion when he was alive. And then after he died... Stuck it, around. It, it, he came back up, so the cat kept behaving. <coughs> he's probably still alive, and like he kept. Um, as you look around inside, too, you see a lot of like dead animals and things. Mm -hmm. um, they so look, he kept hunting. They look, yeah. So like, but it looks like either he kept hunting or the cat was bringing him animals, trying to feed him, um, mm -hmm. and just kept trying to take care of him. Mm -hmm. Kind of like how a dog gets like like curls up next to its owner when it dies. It kind of kept trying to care for him in a way. Um, but anyways, he was obviously not happy you guys showed up. But as you guys are looking around, you see a couple things. Um, kind of next to the door, sort of covered in a little bit of in a, a little bit of mud, you see a single boot of striding and springing uh, lying right. on the floor. So what is the boot of striding? That looks and to be a fair match for the one that you found from Squeaks. Did, uh, did I actually grab the boot? Because I think yeah. I said it. Okay. It was in the bag that you All grabbed. Right. Um, yeah, and you did grab it. Uh, what is so? What is? What do these boots do? Uh, you'll have to look. Oh, around. I'm looking at it right now. These boots probably... increase the wearer's base land speed by 10 feet, in addition to the striding ability, considered an enhancement bonus. These boots allow the wearer to make great leaps. She, she, or he can jump with a plus five competence bonus on acrobatics checks. Nice. nice. So that's you. So that's dodging attacks of opportunity, jumping gaps. You just have a little extra pep in your step. Cool. Um, Basically, awesome. you can move 40 yeah. feet per round. Yeah. <laughs> That's assuming you keep them as well. Uh, no, the furniture and the personal belongings all over the place, they're all broken and smashed. Um, and uh, with that DC-22 perception check from Egret, you're looking around, and as you're walking around, you kind of notice one of the floorboards is loose. So you, kind of, right. you kind of crack it open for a second, you lift up the board, um, plus one magical and you see a little box you, you see like as you pull up the board there's like a metal fixture under there with a lock on it um, and it's not like a like a like a um, a deadbolt lock it looks like it's like internal so you'd actually have to do a disabled device to open it up um, you have disabled device yeah I do yep. 18 18 uh 18, you start picking around in there and clicking, and then as you're kind of like, you know, maybe you have like a little bit of a lockpick tool, you're digging around in there, and, and it snaps, and the lock does not come undone. What? Not enough. Wow. Not enough. Can we smash it? Uh, It'll probably break what's inside. You can attempt to, um, but it looks, check? it looks like solid iron that this thing is made of. Like, oh. it'd be... Can, uh, really we can ask the like, can search the body of the, of the white? 
It didn't really have anything on it. He had a normal hand axe no that keys? was in his hand. Yeah. Mike, there's got to be a key somewhere. He should have... If it's his, he probably would have a key. Possibly. If um, not on him, then somewhere in the cabin or around the cabin. Yeah. Um, you, uh, again, too, with 22 being the highest perception you guys have run, you don't notice any keys. Um, but the last thing you notice is... Uh, uh, so you guys are looking around, and, and kind of everyone's looking around the corners and all these different things. But Estefan kind of looks up over near the fireplace, and kind of looks up, and mounted over the fireplace is this beautiful longsword. Mechanically speaking, it is a plus one longsword. But as he looks at it, he kind of like, it looks familiar to him for a second. And for a minute, he kind of gets lost in thought, and kind of flashes back for a second. And... For a moment, he sees these images flashing before his eyes. There's fire. There's burning. There's bodies. There's people getting stabbed. There's screaming. There's these burning eyes running through. Terrorizing towns. There's homes on fire. There's um, all these different terrible things going on. All of a sudden, he snaps up in his bed, but he's he's younger. Um, and his mother is right over him going, Sweetheart, sweetheart, you, you're having one of your, um, your um, uh, the night terrors. You're, you're, you're screaming. But but you're all right. We're, it's okay. It's okay. We made it out of Ramgate. You're safe. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. And she just keeps saying that again and again. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. Estefan tries to slow his breathing, but he keeps seeing these flashing images. There's smoke. There's bodies. There's blood. And there's this haunting figure in his mind of this hobgoblin. Purple skin, pointed ears, these deep red eyes, a fine red coat flowing in the updraft of burning homes and bodies. Spiked golden armor on her shoulders. Like a deadly apparition silhouetted by the flames of the night, she just stood there for a moment with a wicked grin, relishing in the bloodbath beneath her before drawing her blade and diving right back into the chaos. Estefan's eyes keep darting around the room as his heart is still racing and racing, and his mother says, Estefan, Estefan! Estefan, you need rest. You need rest. We've been running all night. We've been running all day. We finally have found some peace. They're not going to come after us. Not here. Not out here. Everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine. She just keeps saying it again and again. His eyes keep darting around the room. He, he looks at the makeshift tent that he's in. There's a few personal belongings and a loaf of bread on a table, half consumed, sitting on a table on the side. He looks around, he sees his cherished Nirmathi longsword, reminding him, all of these things, this is home, this is safe. And he looks back at his mother, and he continues to slow his breathing, doing his best, slowing his breathing, and finally manages to speak. Has anyone else come? Anyone else from home? His mother kind of stifles tears for a moment. No, sweetheart, no. But your father is brave and, and smart. He'll catch up soon. There's kind of a tone of false optimism in her voice as she reads it. <coughs> There's a sound from outside and a muffled yell. And then a long silence. Estefan and his mother look quietly at herself or at each other. Estefan's mother quietly gets up to investigate. Estefan reaches out towards his mother, but she just puts a finger to her lips, kind of puts his hand back down, and keeps moving towards the tent, glancing back at Estefan every every couple feet or so to make sure he's okay. 
Estefan clutches at a small dagger given to him by his father. As she reaches out to slide open the corner of the tent, her hand extends, and right as it's about to touch the edge of the fabric, the flap is tossed open violently. And on the other side of the flap, we see Estefan's mother face to face with death itself. Purple skin, pointed ears, deep red eyes, and the crack of a yellow smile through sharp teeth. In a flash, a scimitar slices up across through the opening as blood paints the ceiling of this tent, and Estefan's mother falls sharply to the ground, turning over, landing on her stomach. With a look of shock and terror and pain on her face, she looks at her son directly in the eyes. Run! As the blade comes down a second time, piercing the heart of Estefan's mother, as her eyes immediately go dark and she falls lifeless. Time stops as Estefan looks up from his mother's lifeless body to the glinting red eyes of his nightmare. For a moment, he considers reaching for the longsword, but he cannot look away from the fiery eyes of his attacker. In a flash, he darts underneath the tent flap and scurries out the other side. As he does, three daggers stick right in the dirt next to him. He sprints as fast as he can, tears in his eyes, trying to reach the tree line a hundred feet away from him. He looks and he sprints. He doesn't look back, but he hears shouting from the side, You can run, but you can never hide! Estefan keeps running and running and running for what seems like days. Straight through the dawn until morning, he keeps running until his legs finally stop working and he falls unconscious. Weeks later, we see Estefan hiding inside of a hollowed oak tree. His clothing is filthy and in tatters, and he looks painfully thin. There's scattered bones and small animals, human waste, shoddily made tools with various uses. Estefan is obviously clinging to life. His eyes are fluttering in and out of consciousness as he's struggling even to sit up straight. He sees again the face of his mother, saying, Everything's going to be alright. Everything's going to be alright, Estefan. Everything's going to be alright. He's just about ready to submit to the pull of fate in his life. But then he smells something. Something familiar. It's cooked meat. He drags himself outside to see a man perched on a stump next to a small campfire. Estefan tries to speak, but he can't even muster the strength to make a sound. Without looking, the mysterious man speaks up. You've done quite well out here, young man. I've been, I've been watching you for weeks now. The man stands up and turns to reveal the face of an elven man with a very fine cloak, and he walks over towards Estefan and leans down in front of him. But there's one thing I could not gather from my observations. He reaches out and extends a perfectly cooked leg of a rabbit. Your name. With a sudden surge of energy, Estefan reaches out, grabs the freshly cooked meat, and tears into it with an animalistic intensity. After a moment or two, 
He looks up, finally finds the strength to mutter. Esfin. The elf nods, places a, a hand on his own chest. Widlio. The man sits back down on his stump, looking at Estefan as he continues to finish the rest of his rabbit leg. Estefan is... Is anyone coming to look for you? Estefan slows his chewing and stares at the ground and says nothing. Widlio nods again and looks around at the mess Peers inside of the tree, sees the poorly crafted tools scattered around, and looks back at Estefan. He says, well, as he hands him the rest of the rabbit, it seems I have much to teach you. And we fade back up into the canopy as we see the sun rise over the Fangwood Forest. And we'll see you next week. Oh, yeah. Man, that was an intense one.